You are now listening to Feeding Off Each Other. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Three, two, one. Okay, let's go. Hello, everybody. Another podcast. Hello. Hello. Welcome here to we Feeding Off Each Other, a weekly podcast where we feed off the talent, humor, knowledge, and awesome stories of our guests and each other. Nice. I'm David Wiggins, and today I'm joined by Matt. Perfect attendance record. That's Denison. right. I have not missed an episode. Here every time. I have nothing else better to do. No vacations. No. Haven't been sick. Perfect no. record. And uh, absent once again today is Jason Lucas, who is currently in Spain. Uh, probably Jason. taking pictures of his food or something much less interesting than podcasting. Yeah. Well, I saw him drinking an entire bottle of wine to himself on the side of a cliff. That seems pretty nice. <laughs> like contemplating things yeah that, no he seemed a little he seemed more excited i'm okay. just contemplating but that's probably more exciting than podcasting what kind of a what kind of cliff was it cl- uh, he was watching a sunset nice that does sound yeah. like jason watch yeah. a sunset jump off it jason. i hope he doesn't jason. please walk away from that cl- that cliff my friend all right let's do our intro today okay so today's guest is someone who you probably have not heard of before <laughs> uh if you're a if you're a chother if you're a regular listener of the uh-huh. podcast you probably have not heard of our guest uh, i only discovered our guest about three weeks ago she's a comedian raised in the small town of listool ontario have you ever heard of that place dave did did he pronounce it right? Yeah. Listool. Perfect. <laughs> no, I've not heard of it. Say it with me, Dave. Listool. 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 Listool rain. But she's currently living in Whistler. Whistler. Mm-hmm. Say it with me. Whistler. <laughs> no. Last month, she took a trip to Austin, Texas, where by absolute luck of the draw, she made an appearance on the Kill Tony show, the number one live podcast in the world, where stand-up comedians have 60 seconds to perform an act in front of a live audience. At the Comedy Mothership, which is Joe Rogan's new comedy club, just opened last month, I think. Uh, her name was drawn from a bucket of over 200 hungry stand-up comedians waiting in a dirty alley behind the club. And she absolutely killed her 60 seconds. She murdered <laughs> the interview portion. And then she tied it up by receiving a highly coveted Kill Tony Big Joke book and an invite to perform on Brian Redbatten's secret show. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, so if you're not a fan of the show, of the Kill Tony show, you may have heard me talk about it a few times. I'm a big fan. Uh, but basically, today's guest did as well as you could possibly do on the show. And she's here to tell us all about her experience, make some laugh, laugh jokes, and uh, possibly lick her elbow. Please welcome Emily Koreshi. Hello. 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 Hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you all. Got a little lost here, hey? Yeah. I uh, I have the direction. I'm directionally challenged. If I, I would be the first to die in apocalypse, probably. <laughs> Without the GPS, I, I'd be nothing, really. I'm yeah. the same. Yeah. I, like, if I, it, you know how it's like a 50-50 if you hit a fork in the road? I'm choosing, <laughs> I'm choosing the wrong way every time. Murphy's Law. Yeah. yeah. I, f- I feel pretty pretty confident in my map, mapping yeah. abilities. Well, you're a man of the mountain. Man of the mountain, you do, I mean, it's easy here because when you're in Vancouver, you just look north uh, or you look at the mountains and that's north. It is very helpful. Yeah, when we go, to, when we're traveling and there's no mountains, I, I don't know what to do. I, then I get, then I'm lost, I'm directionally challenged. Everywhere you look at a mountain, it's just north. <laughs> you're, just, you're just surrounded by north. Yeah, it's, it's a rule across the globe. <laughs> yeah. There's a mountain, that's north. That is north. That, that is, is north. But uh, 
Yeah, how was your how was your trip here? It was it was great. I uh, I tried to get my own aisle, like my own kind of double seat the whole way through, but then the chick came came on and she just looked despondent, you know, trying to find a seat. So I was like, all right, fuck it, I'll move my goddamn bag. <laughs> I don't I don't like I obviously you like being by yourself, um, but it was a good good trip over. Happy you guys have a car because I would have been <laughs> just on the side of a road for a nice little. Like really two hours till the next bus game. So yeah, I think this is the first time good. that we had to pick up uh, a guest stranded. <laughs> I think so. Yeah, always the first. You know, don't first feel bad about that though. It's, no. it's a, it was a nice outing for Dave and I. Yeah, it was a nice yes. little drive. Yeah. yeah, we got to reconnect, rekindle the romance <laughs> a little bit. It was Get sweet. outside a bit. Yeah. yeah. You had a? Did you eat your subway sandwich? You said you the bus driver did not want you to eat the subway. Yeah, I uh, well I sat on a curb downtown Vancouver uh, while I was waiting for the bus, and then I had a few bites. Honestly, pretty uh, pretty mid <laughs> mid oh, yeah. Sorry. Oh yeah. You're to eat tell mid. me that a subway sandwich. <laughs> And I, I got it last night in preparation for today. Oh god! Um, so it was even oh worse. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> That's why I got the apple juice too. <laughs> <laughs> got to be prepared. Wait, so you went downtown? You overshot North Vancouver, and then you had to make your way back to North Vancouver. You said you were sitting on a curb in downtown Vancouver? Well, yeah, because that's where the bus drops you off. You don't have an option of going. Oh, okay. I yeah, know. Yeah. I kind of was all over the place today. Just oh, back geez. and forth, back and forth. Oh, what an adventure. That's how she goes. How, you know? how many days collectively have you spent in Vancouver? Probably three, uh, I think. Yeah, three or four, maybe. This being the fourth one. I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't really have any reason to come down here other than you know, it's comedy. But I, I uh, have been pretty unmotivated lately and also have not... I just I just don't know of any um, actual comedy clubs in the city that are that are kind of like they're all closing. Kind of, yeah, I, I heard what? that a lot of them closed in during COVID. And yeah, then there was a Yuck Yucks and there was a comedy mix and they both closed. Yeah, there's like a couple bars that will have an open mic, but then at that point you're driving two hours, probably have to get a hostel, mm-hmm. and uh, and that's not even for sure that you're going to get on stage. You're you're just kind of putting your name in a hat. So it is. I should come down. I'm going to live here in September though. So you know. Then I'll spend all the days. Yeah, that's awesome. You can uh, sleep under our stairs if you like. I would mm-hmm. love to. I was, I was hoping you'd ask. <laughs> we well, got a sandbag you can use no, as a pillow. Great. Yeah. Wardrobe. Help yourself. Yeah, Perfect. Perfect. You don't I have don't to leave know. today if you don't, don't want. Even it. have to. Yeah. All the Red Bulls you can drink. <laughs> don't make me do. there, there, there's a place I drive by. It's called Toby's in North Vancouver. And yeah. they put up this big banner that says comedy on Friday. Or comedy night? No, comedy night. They it have, just says comedy, comedy night. Nights. I feel like comedy's coming back in Vancouver. Mm. Because of Toby. <laughs> because of Toby's. Yeah. Shout out to Toby's. Well, my <clears throat> to show you the level of, you know, quality of Toby's, my dad's band has played there a couple oh. times. So what's Holy your what kind flex. of music does your dad play? Uh Dad Rock. Dad Rock. <laughs> That's just what I call it. No, he's in so. like a like a cover band with, with his friends. He plays drums. Nice. My dad plays drums too. Oh wow. That's uh, like Nice. Yeah, yeah. I play drums too, but not very much. Um, and His dad's uh, also a chiropractor. Is your dad a chiropractor? He is not. Oh, no. that would have blew my mind. <laughs> that would have been. Do wild. we have the same father? Yeah. <laughs> Turns out we're long lost Paul? siblings. Yeah. Arif. Uh, yeah, he plays drums, and uh, they do they do the hits. Although they've they've evolved their set list. Before it was all like things you've songs you've heard way too many times it would always be like brown sugar by the rolling stones mm-hmm. or like just songs you're, now now they're like integrating stuff from like the 90s which is like new for them okay because nice. they're all in their like 50s and 60s you're getting current <laughs> yeah so their last song they do is closing time you know beautiful 
I hope it's the last song of the set. And too. then they'll work they'll work in like a Bruno Mars if they're feeling real current. Wow. Yeah, like a little uptown funk. <laughs> Got uptown funky. Well, yeah. I'm down. Yeah, it's pretty good. Have <laughs> you crowd surfed at your dad's shows? No, but I did get COVID. Oh, at Toby's. Well, that's that's like the second that's most what, extreme thing you could do. That's where I got it at his concert at Toby's. Full circle moment. Oh, wow. And then Great I had promotion. to miss. I had to miss two episodes. It's all coming together. That's yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyways, uh, a little actually before we move on from your dad, mm-hmm. let's get your dad on the podcast. I want to ask him about chiropractory. Cryo, cryo, chiropractory. Is that a thing? Uh, I think you might say chiropracting, but I also don't think you would. Chiropractic. <laughs> he, he wouldn't. I don't uh, think. You don't think he'd come on. Oh, no, he would. I just... Uh, we want pass. him to tell us embarrassing stories he of is, his son. <laughs> That'd be great. I don't know that he would. I mean, he probably would. He could tell the story about the time he hit a horse <laughs> with his car. Did he do it just so that he could like become like the chiropractor of the <laughs> horse? He just wanted an excuse to, <laughs> to use his magic. I think <laughs> I talked about it on a past episode. He does always try to give like medical attention, like like first responder sort of like okay. if, if there's a situation like someone looks hurt, he's like he's so stoked and he like always has like an emergency kit on him when he's like hiking and stuff. And my mom is kind of like, she's like, can we just keep going? <laughs> Always looking for a victim. Um, do you go to the chiropractor often? Do you? I don't really. And then I, I get like self conscious that I don't get because he'll because my sister is also a chiro and oh, yeah. and my brother in law and they all work in a clinic together. I feel a bit left about out. two minutes from here. <laughs> um, we should all go after. This. Yeah, let's <laughs> get a quick <laughs> adjustment. Get a little li- get, get aligned. Guys. Yeah, it's also a funny thing because it's a very um, divisive practice, like. Like some people really hate chiropractors and they'll, they'll just tell you, like I'll, I'll like, I'll be like, Oh yeah, my dad's a chiropractor. And they'll be like, Bruh. like they'll get mad at me. And I'm like, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You must've been through some shit growing up. Nah. I like no, nah, not for me. I know people get heated over. People get really what? heated. Reddit, not a fan. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. But, uh, I don't know. It's kind of like, like, I must admit, I, I, I am a crackhead, though. Mm. Like, I do enjoy, you know what I'm talking about, crackhead? I love crack. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little different, a little different. It's little people different. who are addicted to the sound of cracks Oh yeah. Uh, on YouTube compilations. Did you get that? I ah. just cracked my neck. Did you? Oh, oh my goodness. That was real. Yeah, you like that? It's <laughs> nice. I love that. My dad's favorite thing was there was a time my sister worked for Coca-Cola doing, uh, like, sales. And uh, he sent out a Christmas card one year. My, my parents sent out a Christmas card. And my dad's favorite joke of all time was, um, well, my daughter sells Coke and I sell crack. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways, uh, enough about Dave's dad. Uh, let's <laughs> learn about a uh, friggin' guest, uh, Emily. Should we, wait, so, should I do my fun fact of the day? <laughs> all right. Absolutely. Okay. Before Emily, let's do the fun fact of the day. So yeah, it's related. To chiropractic? To Emily. Tree? Um, this was from, I, I put this in a chat GPT and then I tried to back it up. By Googling it, and I, now I'm not sure if it's true. Okay, I'm curious. Wow. So wait, how do I spell? You, how do I say your your hometown again? Uh, Listool. Listool. Listool, Ontario, is known as the pretzel capital of Canada. We were the meth capital of Canada. Actually. <laughs> so are you not the pretzel capital? I don't think so. I've never had a God pretzel damn. in Canada. No. Or in, in, <laughs> in Listool. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, no, we actually were the meth capital of Canada for, or meth capital of Ontario for a while. I'm not trying to <laughs> flex too hard here. Um, you can't even be of Canada. It's yeah. not, it's too good. <laughs> pretzel, too cool. pretzel capital. 
Yeah, it says you guys make 200,000 pretzels a year. <laughs> That's Damn. not many pretzels, dude. <laughs> no, they're giant soft pretzels. Okay. They were Definitely. little. Volume That's like wise, one That's bag. Definitely not. Unless there's like some sort of undercover operation <laughs> going on that I don't know. But <laughs> we're known for yarn as well. Okay. Uh, we've got a yarn factory. The Yarn Barn is what they called it. Um, I worked there for a little while. My probably peaked peaked when I was 17 and uh, just put yarn in boxes. So if you've ever been at Walmart and you've seen, um, oh, I can't remember the brand now, but if you see the yarn, I've probably touched it. So that, three years ago, I guess. <laughs> yeah. We yeah, got to check in with Brooke. Brooke, you know any uh, brands of yarn? Not, no. a, not a knitter. <laughs> oh, yarn talk. Yeah. <laughs> Gets <laughs> well, the people going. Listool is also known. Well, you 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 claimed on the show that it's known for uh, Letterkenny. Yes, yeah. Jared Kiso he started a YouTube channel. They started a Twitter account actually called Listy Problems, and it was basically just people complaining about how you know they, I don't know, kind of just Listool problems. So like when you bang a chick and then she's already banged the whole hockey team already, all your buddies, they kind of like I don't know things like that. Yeah, um, yeah. Broy kind of jokes, and then yeah. they. They moved on to YouTube, and then they got picked up by Crave, and now they're now they're in the big leagues, baby. Yeah, no kidding. Mm-hmm. People like rave about it, and I've still never watched it. So, so okay, yeah. you actually inspired me to watch episode one, even okay. though I've been meaning to watch it for like ten years, because we made a whole bunch of like Canadian content in our days on mm-hmm. YouTube, and we actually one of our friends. Do you know Theo Kim, TGK? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he f- he was like the producer on the pilot of that show. Uh, like one of our friends from Vancouver, he flew out to go shoot. He was the first Steve two Aoki. Steve, yeah, he's <laughs> he's uh he plays Steve Aoki in uh, one of our videos. How to be oh, a DJ? Nice. He looks exactly like Steve Aoki with long hair. Pretty, he's just, he's he's more jacked. And we got someone to throw throw a cake in his face. That was great. Nice. Anyways, um, I looked up where is Letterkenny filmed on Google, and it said Sudbury, Ontario. It's a sad place. I don't I don't try not to. I try to avoid Sudbury. Well, it's much more north, so it's yeah. What what's the truth though? Wait, what do you what, mean? What's the uh, truth? Well, how come the internet's saying it's filmed in Sudbury? Oh, it's, it's not filmed in Listowel. It's just based on Listowel. Oh, okay. Like, lo- I think it's loosely based on Listowel. Just kind of the, the hockey players, um, the hockey players and jocks. Kind of, like they are, sorry, jocks and um, the Hicks. Mm-hmm. They kind of like got those characters from LDSS. I think that the the, the Hicks look, are a little bit more clever though uh, on the show than they are in real life. <laughs> the, the Hicks and Listowel just wear or just have Confederate flags on their on their trucks and try to stick up for the South. <laughs> They're like, I'm from I'm from the South. Well, so you're Southern Ontario. Roasted. It's a fast-witted show. Like it's a, it's very quick. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I like. There's a few insults in there that are just like, absolutely fantastic. You're fucking ten ply bud. It's my, my favorite. <laughs> yeah, that's <insult>. a classic. <laughs> you, you look like you write Taylor Swift lyrics and birthday cards. It's like <laughs> absolute. Banger. Were you excited to uh, see that show evolve, being from Listowel? Um, to be honest, uh, I actually haven't seen the TV show. I just watched the yeah. YouTube. I just watched the YouTube videos when I was in okay, high school. Okay, well, yeah, so did I. I've, right, seen okay. the, I've seen the YouTube videos. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched episode one, mm-hmm. and uh, Brooke nearly made me turn it off. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm kind of ready for it. To, I mean, it's episode one. You know, I, maybe I'll give it more chance. There's nine seasons. I was actually really surprised when you brought it up that Shane Gillis was like, oh yeah, it's good shit, and he was like telling Tony, like, oh yeah, it's a great show, it's a great show. Like, yeah. No even he watches. That's so cool. It's a popular show. It, it's like a if you know, you know sort of show. It's yeah, kind of like how Shit's Creek got big. And then I had the same experience watching the first few episodes of that where I was like, eh. I feel like when it first came out, though, uh, because it's so quick-witted and all these like great insults, it felt fresh. Mm. Uh, especially at the time. What? Sorry, what did? Uh, Letterkenny. 
Sure. Yeah. Also, like, if you're not from that kind of world, like, if you're not from a small town, you're not, you, like, haven't played hockey, like, you know, all, there's some of these inside, it's a lot of inside joke sort of things yeah. where I could imagine for us would be less. It's funny how the, the Canadian accents change from, you know, East Coast, West Coast. We, we were really trying to decipher, like, the differences when we were making, we made, like, shit Canadians say and... <laughs> How to be a Canadian. We made a bunch of Canadian content. I feel it was like the same time when Letterkenny was developed. Mm. Yeah. This type of humor was like popping off then. Well, all those, like that was just the thing you did. Like the shit people say videos was. Right. That was very popular. Yeah. 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 Sort of like quick. Mm -hmm. Like that's what all those Letterkenny problem videos were. It's great for the attention span. Because it's like, you you know, you don't want, somebody's not going to sit down and watch it for 20 minutes. But if it's just like clip, clip, clip. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. We actually always reference shit girls say still. Like we'll, when we plan for like a little sketch that we want to do really quick and easy, we'll say, we'll just do it like shit girls say. And by that, we mean we're going to shoot something over the shoulder and then reverse. And then, you know, it's not like an actual scene with. Yeah. So even to this day, so influential. Crazy. I've never <laughs> heard you mention shit girls say. What are you talking about, <laughs> man? Are you kidding me? I'm not. I feel like I say it all the time. Maybe like in your head and you just like think it. Jason would know. Oh. Jason, if only Jason was here, man. <laughs> I'd have a friend who agreed with me. <laughs> Fuck my life. <laughs> so anyways, what made you move from Listowel uh, to Whistler? Uh, I kind of had a bit of an in-between. Like when I was 18, well, was when, when I was 17, I went out to visit my friend and she was living in Lake Louise, Alberta. And I was like, oh, shit, you can just do that. You can just live in a mountain <laughs> town. That's really nice. So then I went to school, started going to school when I was 17. And then every summer I would just go um, out west. I'd just go to Alberta. And then Banff got a little bit, I didn't get sick of it, but I just kind of wanted a change of scenery while still being in the mountains. So I heard Whistler was a beautiful place. And I just hopped to it. Because it's just a, I don't know. It's not, there wasn't much thought behind it. There's not much thought behind these actions. But it's just a really pretty place. And I think it's really important to, like, you know, I, it, awe is a really nice emotion to experience on the on the regular. <laughs> uh, taking a step back in Banff, did you ever see a unicorn? Unicorns. Did you <laughs> ever see a unicorn? <laughs> yeah, I saw the video. Oh, but you never actually saw a unicorn? I so. never saw the unicorn, ah, no. Okay. But when I was, uh, I, was at an interview, <laughs> I was at an interview at Boston Pizza, though, and my boss was, like, randomly, the guy who was interviewing me pulls up that video because I think that was, like, when it started going viral, of, like, the guy on the side of the road being yeah. like, oh, unicorn. And, uh, yeah, I, I was like, is this a part of the interview process? Like, do I have to laugh? <laughs> Trying to make you like me? We were debating whether it was racist. And then All I, right, pull it up. Pull it up. I, <laughs> I watched it, it and I was like, this is definitely a fake accent. Like, he, like, loses yeah. it near the end, yeah? I think. Yeah? Okay. We gotta, I got to watch it with it. When's the last time you watched this? Yeah, I'm, I'm it, during the interview. Okay. <laughs> 2016, it would have been. Volumize us. Volumize. Mm-hmm. Sighting. So we go to Banff. On the way home, we find a unicorn. That's a caribou. <laughs> I thought unicorn was so extinct, but unicorn live in Banff. It's gonna eat long time before it mows this grass. That's true. It will take a long time. <laughs> Goodbye, okay. unicorn. I think when he says Moses grass is where he loses the accent. Right, I heard that a little bit, but I'm not too sure. I, that. Go to the YouTube channel. Also, the, go like to the channel. The channel, yeah, the description it doesn't seem like a... He's got 1,000 subscribers. Read, read the descri- go, go to the video itself, and we can read the description, which didn't seem like a genuine... Oh. 
to be an eye test. How can you read oh, that? Oh, God, no. I got my glasses on. Okay, so, oh, nice, Brooke. Nice. She's good at this. Yeah. Okay, so here's the deal. I was on the way home to Calgary, Alberta from Banff, Alberta, and I found a unicorn. Actually, it's a caribou, but I'm not a scientician. Yeah, hey, I was right. It was, it was a caribou. This does not <laughs> sound like an though. authentic... Scientician makes me think it's a bit of, it's it's trying to be, you know, a meme, trying to be funny. Yeah. Um, but the rest of it seems pretty authentic, you know? I, <laughs> the, the shaky film, the fact that it's the only video this guy has on his channel. Yep. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, th- he's speaking in kind of broken English, right? Mm-hmm. Yet there's a few too many commas in that sentence. Yeah, that guy's crushing the English of, there. The yeah. use of commas. Is there an Oxford comma there too? God damn. <laughs> I love an Oxford comma. I love, yeah, I, I will fight to the death about Oxford commas. Yeah. I get torn up. I, 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 I had an English, like a teacher who was from England mm. in grade two and three, and she made me use that Oxford comma. Yeah. Mm. And then after, I feel like my friends ridiculed me for using the Oxford <laughs> comma, you know? What, like, is specific, the what a specific type of bullying. Like, <laughs> yeah. a hey, bunch of kids it was Emily, after man. class, and they're like, hey, <laughs> is this kid It was Emily. She said, fight the death. Yeah. She I mean, she's me. pro comma. <laughs> oh, pro. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. fuck, some, fuck some kids up. <laughs> what, what, I, have you ever seen those examples of, like, how the, there can be confusion about not using an Oxford comma? Where it's like... Something about Hitler. What's the Hitler one? Um, I don't know, but I know the, the, the eating eating a child or like eating like we're gonna eat Sandra or we're gonna eat Sandra, like you know that kind of thing. Oh, here, okay, I, here, here it is with the Oxford yeah, comma. Please. We invited the strippers JFK and <laughs> and Stalin. Without the Oxford comma, we invited the strippers JFK and Stalin. Oh, very nice. Yeah. You think JFK could do some good stripping? You think he'd be uh, graceful? Yeah. Well, he was a whore. So. <laughs> he was a whore. <laughs> like a noted <laughs> man whore. <laughs> Are you on that list, Dave? What list? Uh, never mind. Sex offender list? No, it's <laughs> the man whore list. Oh, no. Wait, so wait, well, hold on. What is the Oxford comma? Is it and it's, comma? It's like it's before the and. Before the and. Okay, yeah. It's the final one. So a lot of people will will not use that comma and be like, well, the and is doing the lifting. And it's like, no, no, no. <laughs> what the yeah. hell is even that? <laughs> this is the nerdiest That's thing we've ever talked yeah, about. Yeah, I know, I know. And I love it. Uh, let's just keep talking about grammar. <laughs> also, the space, the double space after the period. You know about this? No. It's like an older generation thing because it like came from typewriters. And so then everything like kind of looks a little bit more drifty because there's like uh, just a slightly more space. Oh. Sounds like a great way to get your essays to one and a half pages in school. Yeah. All those tricks. Love that. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're like making the periods a bigger. Oh yeah. I would do size. that. hundred percent. You <laughs> go to control find or whatever control F. Yeah. Yeah. Increase period size to size 72. <laughs> So smart. 72? Uh, I don't know. Whatever you can get away with. <laughs> like a just beach a ball block. in the middle just of your essay. <laughs> looks like an O, but you colored it in. The period. Now, <laughs> my ears. Was that loud? That was pretty loud in my ears. Yeah, sorry. Oh, thank you. Yeah, that noise. <laughs> was that too loud? No, that was perfect. Okay. That was great. Good timing, too. Very relevant. <laughs> so, how are you enjoying Whistler? I, I like it, but I, I'm ready to get out of there. I, yeah. uh, it's been about two years now, and uh, it's kind of the longest I've ever stayed in one place. Um, so I'm ready to oh, well. move. I, I just booked my accommodations actually for Austin, so I'm going to move back there in July and August, and then to come back here for Vancouver. Come back here for September. 
Are you sure? Are you sure you're gonna come back? I feel like you're gonna stay in Austin. I, I can't afford it. Yeah, oh. uh, you, you can't. I can't work down there. I'll just be probably mm. I don't know selling weed or selling some beers on the side of the road. That's what all the other comics did in the back alleyway. They just like have a they just have a cooler. You're and gonna then, get flagged at the border now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, shit. I almost already got arrested at the border. Just think, make sure you don't smell as dang as you did wait, in the car wait. this morning. That's, That's what, what the issue was. Why? Why did you almost get arrested at the border? Because I smelled quite dank. And then the oh, guy, really? Yeah, and then. Uh, and he searches my jacket. I get pulled aside. Well, first of all, they, they, they kind of flagged me because they were like, why are you? You're going there for a month and all you have is a backpack? I was like, I travel light. That's all I, <laughs> that's all I need. Impressive. Uh, that's goals. I, yeah. I, I need at least three backpacks yeah. everywhere I go. <laughs> I, I, I was lacking a few things um, for sure. But uh, I, I basically he, he like looked through my, my pockets and he found a couple of roaches and they had no weed in them. They were just cardboard, but he was like, do you know the laws regarding bringing THC into, into America? And I said, no, <laughs> I obviously do, but we were, <laughs> I just said, no, pleaded ignorance. Nice. And, uh, and then he was like, well, it's a $500 fine and you can get arrested. And, uh, so I, I was like, my face just dropped, my stomach dropped. And then he kind of let it sit for like five seconds and then he was like i'm not gonna arrest you today <laughs> but uh but if you have any other you know if you do it again then you'll be in the you'll be in the slammer so i won't do that again i'm gonna do laundry next time uh, I, yeah. next time i go on an airplane quit putting them in your pocket i i don't like to litter i don't like to uh, okay, well i mean yeah you could yeah compost compost yeah <laughs> so no five hundred dollar fine no five hundred dollar fine thank god um, and uh, thank that dude. I, I wanted to get his name because I was like, if I ever, <laughs> if I ever come into a large amount of money, I'm gonna give you. <laughs> I'm just gonna give you five hundred dollars. Use so much weed. Uh, <laughs> <All> my roaches. <laughs> Take all my roaches. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's that was the. Uh, it was it was pretty scary getting interviewed. You know, they were just like, where? Why are you going into the states? Why are you going to Austin? And I just I didn't want to mention comedy at all because I didn't want them to think that I was trying to get paid. And so I just said, oh, I'm just going there to save money, which is the dumbest thing I've ever said. Like, <laughs> save so, money. Yeah, there's like South by Southwest going on that month. There's like so many, there's like a lot of music and all that jazz. And I could have said any of that, but instead I just said, I'm going to go, going to, go to Austin to save money. Like, stupid. <laughs> I mean, whatever. Come I guess the, it can make sense. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. go live under a bridge, under a pipe. Uh, yeah. I get, I get so nervous in all those scenarios. Like when we were going to the States. Yeah. Because we, we go across with a lot of camera gear. Oh, yeah. But the thing is, sometimes, genuinely, we should be allowed to be there because we're just filming our own thing, coming back and posting on our YouTube, mm -hmm. right? Definitely, yeah. If we're, but it, it, what we're not allowed to do is go down there um, and work on a project for an American company. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's okay when we work for a Canadian company. I think, yeah, and get and like get paid for working for that company. I think... It, the AI is going to flag this, being sent <laughs> straight to the border office. They were like, why are you going there? And I was like, I'm, uh, I'm going mountain biking with my friends. And, and they mountain bike, but I don't. And I was like, they know. Oh, yeah, name <laughs> one trick. <laughs> yeah, the guy was just like just pulling out. Name like, one trick. Yeah, name it. one trick, bro. <laughs> Get out your bike and do a trick. Heel <laughs> <laughs> click. Heel clicker? Yeah. Okay, man. That's a pretty sick trick. Come on in. <laughs> guy, guy high fives me, slips me a roach. I'm like, what? <laughs> so uh, uh, back to Whistler a little bit. Uh, in the last couple of weeks, we were trying to come up with some Whistler hacks. We, we have a deep connection to Whistler. We're there all mm. the time. The bike park there. We love the bike park. Um, and a lot of our friends live in Whistler. So we've been trying to pick everybody's brains about Whistler hacks. I think I have a new one, by the way. I'll let you think, and I'll, I'll say my, my hack. Okay. 
I feel like once again, I might be blowing it up. I might be blowing mm-hmm. up the spot. Mm-hmm. I won't say any details, but the river of golden dream. I know river of golden dreams is a uh, like pretty f- iconic the, like floating river. Mm-hmm. That's you're not blind. Like that's it, on like tourism. Is it? Is it? It's not a hack. No, all right. I mean, it's like it's a good, it's a good I, recommendation. I, I, I know it's not quite a hack. I'm reaching for anything at this point, but I feel like, is it really on like tour, tourist pages? Like I think things so. to do. Yeah, I've written like a Yelp a, review. The like lazy, yeah. Yeah. the like lazy <laughs> river. I tried. Maybe yeah. next week. <laughs> um, I'd say I, I don't really know of many good hacks. I I used to work at Earls, and they give really good discounts if you work at an Earls, and you don't have to prove anything. You can mm. just walk in there, and okay. you can just say if you go in there, the you can just say, hey. I know Kevin, and then they'll give you a discount. <laughs> so I know Earl. I highly recommend. Yeah, yeah, I am Earl. <laughs> Earl was my father. Uh, no, but if you go in there, you can just pretty much say, yeah, I work at the Earls in Vancouver, and they'll just give you like a 50% off discount. Holy so, smokes, that is a good hack. Good life hack. They're good. I think you just ruined that. Yeah, probably. Yeah, people are going to start going to I do like Earls is my favorite of the... What is it? Casual dining? Was that the classification? Casual cactus Club, Earl's. I like it better than Cactus. Yeah, I like it better than. I like it better than all of those. I think it's the best one. It's pretty good. Wait, it Earl's is. is the albino rhino, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah okay. Oh yeah, and they then they got they got in Ooh, trouble for that. They, there's right. a little bit of con- controversy with that. The thing is, because the, albi- the albino community came out and <laughs> and they they just they just did not like the name of the albino rhino, which is funny because it's like it's just it means it's a rare cool rhino you but know? the thing is too it's not it's like the rhino's albino and there are albino, albino animals no, you that can't. No. aren't <laughs> human yeah cool it okay cool it <laughs> it's not like it's not like the like gay cheetah where it's like theoretically there's no gay cheetahs you know what <laughs> what I mean? like, there are albino rhinos yeah exactly <sighs> anyways there's and it's a fun albino, rhyme there's mountain cougars and biting goats yeah, exactly. they should rename it to the biting goat. Wait, so what did they rename it? I think just the like the rhino logger or something like that. Yeah, it's super no boring now. That's, yeah. that's like um, have you heard of Parallel Forty Nine beer? No. Oh yes, I have. Yeah. They they had a beer called Gypsy Tears, and they had to change it to Ruby Tears for for reasons. I feel like gypsies are cool though. It's like I don't know. Is that a? Is that it's still it's still not a good well. Good it's because word to, to use the uh, gypsies are like a like a. I don't know if they're a race of people or they're like a group of people. They're like the Romanis are like from um, Romania. And so like, but the term gypsy had been used more to describe like a way of living as opposed mm. to a group of people. A nomadic lifestyle. Yeah. And then so Gypsy Tears was I think named after Borat because he was like, give me your tears, gypsy. Oh. <laughs> right. So then it was sort of the, I don't know. It's all very complicated. So anyways, apparently not a word you're supposed to use, which is fine. Yeah, there's another beer company in Whistler, the the Coast Coast Mountain Brewing, mm-hmm. and they had a beer. I don't know. I guess it was named a little bit too closely to another beer around town, and uh, so then they changed it to just Hope You're Happy IPA. <laughs> it's actually one of their beers. It's <laughs> such a, a passive name, aggressive. Yeah, way. I know. Hope I you're like happy. That. It's a, like passive it's aggressive great. name. Yeah. <laughs> what, what's the official beer of Whistler? <clears throat> mm, probably Hope You're Happy. <laughs> no. Hope you're happy. Well, we did some deep diving in preparation for the podcast today. We uh, we deep dived Instagram. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of pictures, I think, with a beer in your hand. It seemed to me like uh, your favorite beer might be. Uh, is it a Lucky? Absolutely. Is, is yeah. that is that the official beer of Whistler? That's that's my official beer. It's <laughs> official beer of Vancouver Island. I'll tell you that. That's yeah. true. Yeah, it was the first beer I ever had. Really? Yeah. How, How many old? did you have? 
I had, I was, uh, I want to say like 14. 14. Start them young. And yeah. You have 14. It was summer grade eight going <laughs> to grade nine, I believe. Uh, I had, no, I had like five or six, maybe. Something like that. It was like a pretty For good. Humble origins. Humble, yeah, humble that was pretty beginning. good. Yeah. That, that was your first time drinking? Yeah. It, yeah, five, six. And then I, rem okay. I remember distinctly, I went into the bathroom. I was like maybe like three or four beers deep. And I like had like a moment with myself in the mirror. Mm. And I was like, you're doing it, man. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, look at you. Look what at you. Look we're at grown us. up. Like we're living our life. Like, <laughs> and uh, yeah. When's the last time you had a moment with yourself in the mirror? <sighs> like every fucking day. <laughs> Wow, that's inspiring. It's mostly just horror, being like, oh, another gray hair. <laughs> the first taste of alcohol I ever had was actually in grade 12, I think. Mm. Not first, okay, I'm lying, I'm lying. First time I ever was drinking with the intention of getting tipsy or drunk or sure. whatever. That was uh, whiskey on a party bus in grade 12 after the uh, we did like a cruise. Mm. Took me that long? Damn. Yep. I... Your, your turn now. Oh, 10 years old. <laughs> I was, uh, was 10 years old was like the first intentional time getting drunk. My friend, my, my parents would go to this like um, house for New Year's Eve every every year. And my friend, my best friend Mackenzie, shout out Mackenzie. Um, we just ran around and found adults drinks. <laughs> just like we'd like, that they left unattended. And we just took them underneath the table and then chugged them back. Um and had a wide array of drinks that night. And then the next time after I got after that, I got drunk was uh, when I was 11. And we just got absolutely sloshed, drank, <laughs> drank straight gin and oh uh, fully blacked out. Yeah, no, that's great. It's a great start to the to the alcoholic. You would have been 6'5 <laughs> if you hadn't started drinking yeah. so young. <laughs> <laughs> I Do you know what they call that when you just go pick up random drinks at like a Place. No. It's called mind sweeping. Mind sweeping. Nice. Yeah. yeah, a couple of mind sweepers. I had a buddy we do that at a bar one time. He's literally picking, like, just grabbing random, like, <sighs> like people may have already left or maybe not. It was just drinking. It makes me gag now the so thought of gross. it because it's like all the backwash and oh. you don't know what they, you don't know what mm. they've got. At like, what if I like a par at least you were at like a like a house party? I feel like at a bar that's even oh, grosser. Yeah. Builds only. the immune system. All that backwash. <laughs> I don't think you get I drunk know. and you get healthier. Yeah, right. In my opinion, right. I'm not a scientist though, but yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Would, would you guys ever drink, you know, like, um, I don't know what you call them. There's like those mats on the bar and they, <gasps> they, they capture all the spill. Don't even, don't you know? even say that. I just watched one of those videos where the guy just lifts it up, Ugh. pours it in a cup and then drinks it. I feel like those smell like what a bottle return depot smells like. Oh yeah. That's, uh, that's one of like, the worst smells. Like sweet, sour. Yeah. I have I've cleaned one of those before, like like dumped it out, and it was what came out at the end was like viscous, like it was it was a, not a liquid, was getting close to not being a liquid anymore. Uh, I don't think I could ever ever uh, do that. Well, it's probably the grossest thing you've ever consumed. Would you say the grossest thing I've ever consumed? It's <laughs> <laughs> a great An entire episode of feeding off each other. Mm -hmm. no, um, I'm gonna say pig brain. Ooh, pig brain hot pot. When was that? Why was that? Uh, Chinese New Year. Um, living in Richmond, you know, celebrating. Did it taste good? Did it taste okay? It's kind of like, it, 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 it's, uh, you know, it's like an, it's a, it's a solid, and then you put it in your mouth, and instantly it just becomes like mayonnaise. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> That's, That's horrendous. That's so disturbing. Yeah, delicious. It's a delicacy. <laughs> that would be the, the most disgusting thing I've ever consumed, mm. I think. At yep. least it was like meant for human consumption, though. That's good. I guess so. Yeah. 
I, uh, my sisters convinced me that um, a piece of soap was chocolate, and I took a huge bite oh. when I was like six. Pranked. And I was so mad. Yeah, that taste would stick with you. Did you did you realize pretty much immediately, or did you chew on it a little bit? I feel like I got a few bites <laughs> deep, yeah. you know, because you just like are like, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was gross. Were you swearing too much? I, no, 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 that's not why. No, I was a good kid. Okay, yeah, I wasn't getting drunk at eleven. I'll tell you that much. I don't think I've ever seen brown soap before. Did they say it was white chocolate, or did they? Why, it, why no, was it? it was like fancy soap. Mm. You know, <laughs> like it wasn't like a like a bar of soap. It was like it looked like a shell or oh, something. Okay. Yeah, you know, right. like decorative soap. Nice decorative. Soap. And I don't actually even know if it was brown. <laughs> I think it might have been purple, <laughs> but it kind of had like a candy aesthetic to it. Yeah, you know, right. and they were like, try this. When you're five, it's like if somebody says this is chocolate, you're not going to, you haven't been burned by the world yet. No. <laughs> you're going to believe them. No. Yeah, I was innocent. So, Emily, how did you get into comedy and what led you to traveling to Austin and uh, getting your name drawn? Um, uh, I started doing comedy in my final year of university and I kind of just felt like, I was like, God damn, I have nothing going for me. <laughs> I guess I'll give this a go. And uh, I, I, I don't know, I, I'm kind of an angry person, so I would just like write and I would, I would write a lot and um, like just end up spiraling, like angry spiraling. And, uh, and so then I just kind of tried to make jokes out of the anger. And then, uh, and then uh, yeah, I, I guess I went, but it's funny because I, I was talking to my uncle about it at Christmas. I was like, yeah, I want to do, uh, like I really want to do stand-up comedy and all this, like, you know, going into it, being talking about all my inspirations. And then he just stops me mid- midway and he's like, I don't believe you. Because if you wanted to do it, you already would have already done it by now. You, know, you you haven't like Googled any open mics coming up. Like, what are you doing? And you're just talking about it. So then I was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> I was like, Googled an open mic, and I went, and it went really well. I was like, "Holy shit, this feels like I don't know." Being on stage was just really uh, fun. I really liked it, and so decided to do do it again. And then COVID happened, and I I so I only did I only did two sets and in 2020, and then uh, I just wrote for a bunch. Um, went out to Banff and didn't write at all just kind of just chilled straight chilled and then and then when I came into Whistler then I kind of started doing it again and uh just yeah just thoroughly enjoyed myself um and I figured Austin was the best kind of the best place to actually get better at the craft because you can go to multiple open mics like a night you can do like two or three in a night and it's kind of like a job there just really I don't know it's like that's actually what I want to do so when I was in Austin I was like fuck man this is, I'm actually doing it now. I feel like a kind of like a, a fraud when I'm in Whistler because I only go up like once or twice a month, actually. Like it, there's a weekly open mic, but I don't have new material every week. So I, uh, so it, Austin's good for just kind of like motivating me to write more and actually be on stage more. What, what is it like doing stand-up in Whistler? I, I, I got pretty excited when I heard you were living in Whistler. I'm like, no way. And she killed it. This is awesome. Wait, what? Where does she perform? <laughs> and then you said you did like a power hour, so I Googled it. Is it at the warehouse? It's, uh, no. Okay. Uh, does, does, Ferns have a, does Ferns have an open mic? That's what Google told me. Damn. Um, I don't think so. I think that would be, be a tough crowd. That <laughs> would be a tough crowd. Yeah, oh, yeah. I mean, can't even hear anything yeah, in there. Nobody would be yeah, paying attention to you. I, I feel judged every time I go in there. Um, but, yeah, it's at RMU, which is an upper village. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. It's a, it's a gr- groovy yeah. spot. It's kind of nice. Like I feel like um, there's th- th- probably, like, six or seven comics in Whistler. But every... W- week it's usually just like one one or two people that go up uh and yeah no it, it's it's actually pretty fun like it before before the comedy power hour then there's like a music thing so that kind of gets the, that brings the crowd in and then 
Monty goes up and he's like, all right, guys, this is, you know, spoken word slash comedy section. So now you've got to like sit and listen. Um, and then it's it's usually a pretty full room, uh, which is good. It feels very intimate, almost too intimate. <laughs> you can see everybody's face. Like, so I, I, I kind of like it when it's dark and you can't see anybody at all. But yeah, it's it's a nice spot. Monty's f- fucking fantastic. He's the he's the host. He does he hosts like karaoke and uh, and another like jam night. He's a he's a musician as well. Oh, okay, he's not the owner of the restaurant. No, no. Oh, okay, might as well be though. He uh, he he just he owns all of wh- he, he goes all around with Whistler to go to all the bars and kind of has like a oh. like he, he I think that's kind of he kind of makes it his job like to perform around Whistler, which is cool. Interesting. We'll have to track down Monty. Yeah, see him, see him in action. Monty Biggins, baby. So, uh, what did do Whistler Whistlerites like to laugh? Do people in Whistler? Yeah, yeah, they're they're great. They're um, they're, like the other the other day, then a guy went up after me, and he didn't he wasn't doing comedy. He just like was straight up talking. He was unloading <laughs> on the crowd really? for like fifteen twenty minutes. Was his name Kaz? <laughs> no. Okay, we have a friend named Kaz. You probably okay. he yeah. lives in Whistler. Yeah, does he like to unload? Yeah, on, oh yeah, on strangers. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's known uh, for. Not on stages, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, certain stages <laughs> um but yeah no it, he basically he, he like talked for 15 20 minutes and everybody was just listening so intently and like really just a nice crowd you know um mm. so whenever you're fucking up then you can't ever blame it on the audience it's always you it's that's it's great is it a lot of like australians and europeans that are just, just stoked and drunk it's a bit of an older crowd like okay. it's um the kind of like People who have, who are living in Whistler, who have been living, they probably have a house in Whistler. Oh, you know, okay. they're not just like renting a fucking. They're not sharing their bedroom with it's three other people. A stones throw away from the Fairmont. People <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, look yeah, for okay. something to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe in between mini golf and the trampoline jumping <laughs> yeah. thing. I always want. I always wanted to do that. I always wanted to do a flip on one of those things, oh. but I don't have the balls. Oh, you got to do it. I got to do it. I'm too scared to flip. <laughs> I got to do a double uh, as a young boy. Damn. Thing. Remember our, friend, remember our friend Lucas just <laughs> sessioning that uh, trampoline oh, yeah. in Silver Star? Oof, it was God. wild. Do you ever have like someone and you don't know that they have a skill set and then they're just casually like, oh yeah, I can do this. And then you're like, what? And you just look at them differently. <laughs> Holy shit, it's Jason Bourne. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's how I felt with Lucas because he's such an unassuming guy. Also lives in Whistler. Nice. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess you kind of told the story. You wanted to go to Austin. So we'll buy you to just start doing it. Yeah, yeah, that's I, I, that's what I got this tattoo for. It just says, just do it, you know, <laughs> just a little. It's a, it's a Nike. Oh, there yeah, it is? Nike symbol. Is that a stick and poke? Yeah, yeah. All my tattoos are stick and pokes. I, I don't have the, the money yet to get a, a real a real tattoo. But I've, I've, got, an, I've got ideas. I, I, bought, I bought a design when I was like 17 off a guy for $80, and I still haven't got a tattoo to my body because it's going to cost like two or $3,000 probably. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's going to be a big back piece. But... Uh, it's kind of good because it's like, well, now it's been eight years and I still really want it. So that means that, you know. Wait, I is it going to be the same as like Ben Affleck's back tattoo? Yeah, it's going to be a giant phoenix. <laughs> I, <laughs> that's I, I went to Phoenix too. <laughs> Why is it always a phoenix on the back? <laughs> I don't know. That tattoo is wild. Yeah. It's going to be a Steve-O. Face. It's going to be your own midlife face. crisis. <laughs> yeah, your own face. With a thumbs up. <laughs> Imagine just getting somebody else's, just choosing somebody else's face to, to get on your back, and you don't even know, you don't have to know them. We <laughs> know someone that yeah? did this. Uh, yeah, our friend. So he's, he's a YouTube creator. He has a channel called Discovering Connection. Oh, Discover uh, Connection. Discover Connection. Yeah. Brooke's going to pull it up, I guess. He did a video where the concept was asking a stranger to tattoo each other's face <laughs> on their legs or on their body. Yeah. Hell yeah. And 
He did it? He found a guy. He did it? He found a guy? The guy was like an MMA dude. He's like, he's like a pretty big dude. Um, and I think in the process... His parents disowned him. His they were not were very <laughs> they were not upset. stoked. They were not stoked. Oh, it has three hundred thousand views now. Okay, that's good. Oh, there's Andrew. Yeah, let, we gotta we gotta see the reveal oh, here. Oh, it's Michael Dan. Oh yeah, we got lots of familiar faces. That's Brody. I I I would. Where show it? Gosh, show it. Did they blur it out? Is it blurred out for? Or oh no, that's like his parents or something. Okay, all right. Well, anyways. It's been done. It's been done. It's been done. I, I oh, think yeah, there it is. The face. Oh, yeah. yeah, cute. That's Actually, his face. If it were like a well-done tattoo, I mean, and it were free, then I would I would definitely, I'd do that on the back of my calf or something. I think it was blurred that like that was his parents on mm-hmm. FaceTime and his parents were like, you're an idiot or something like that. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Brad. We love you. and We, we, we love your videos, but uh, just putting you on blast here. Oh, it's a sick tattoo. Yeah, it is really well done. Kind of a funny story as well. I, I don't know. I don't I don't really see the, like, I mean, it's cool if you want your tattoos to have meaning, but I, I don't see any reason for them to like all be like, oh, this, this one means this. And I feel like the one. tattoo having meaning is the equivalent of someone being like, oh, you, you like that band? Name five songs. Yeah. Like, it's kind of yeah. like, just fucking chill. Let, <laughs> let people live their life. Yeah. Oh, you mountain bike? Name one trick. Exactly. All right. Shall we watch this Kill Tony set? We wanted to run it back and then we wanted to talk about it and ask you a million questions. I'm a big fan of the show. I was excited. It's, I don't know if Matt likes anything as much as he likes Kill Tony. (laughs) Yeah, we we, we can talk about it later. (laughs) (laughs) One more time for Emily, everybody. Come on. (laughs) Have any of you ever heard of the paradox of choice? It's the concept where the more options you're given, the harder time you'll have making a decision, the less happy you'll be with the decision you do make in the end. I learned about this phenomenon on Reddit, but I didn't truly understand what it meant until I found myself halfway down the 14th page of Pornhub. (laughs) Hey, if any of you ever find yourself on the 14th page of Pornhub, here's a tip. Start over. Lower your standards, head back to square one. There's nothing for you here, okay? It's a goddamn no man's land. You get to page 14 and you've got even the algorithm confused. It's like, Jesus Christ, you didn't like any of that? I am, I'm a big fan of pornography. Uh, I guess I do have a couple of qualms though, a couple of boners to pick. And look, I know it's cliche to say, I'm not trying to beat off a dead horse here. I just think it deserves to be said again. These bleached assholes have really gotten out of hand, people. I mean, I just, I just want to know, who looks at a butthole and thinks, you know what that needs to be? It's prettier. I'm joking, we all think that every time we see one. Thank you so much. Emily, that's one of my favorite sets of the night right there. <laughs> you really got me at the end there? I was like, what? Of course a butthole needs to, oh, she got me. Oh, she got me good. <laughs> That was great. Congratulations. I didn't realize how breathy I was there. I was like, <gasps> were you nervous? <laughs> I really, I wasn't so much, I mean, a little bit nervous, but I, um, but it was more just that you, but like before you go up, there's a whole, um, I don't know, kilometer you got to run, run up on before a you kilometer. go on stage. Yeah. yeah. People are always complaining about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bit, and like, it, it's just, you know, you got like kind of padded down. You got to make sure you don't have any phones or iPod, like running recording devices on you. Um, and then, then you go to another guy and he like kind of makes sure you don't have any, like he does like a little you know, metal detector thing to make sure you're not going to kill anybody on stage. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, I guess Especially not Tony. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you're a bit on the nose. 
Um, but yeah, no, it was a bit, uh, it was a long, long run up and I kind of just didn't, ex- didn't expect to be on stage at all that night. I was just feeling like shit and really kind of burnt out. And my buddy was like, well, if you, if you leave now and your name gets called, you'll hate yourself for forever. Oh so just stay. And I was like, um, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Ridge, for saying wow. that. <laughs> okay. So let's, let's explain the concept of the show for those people who might not know. Uh, you, you want to, do you want to explain it? Sure. Okay. Yeah, just Tony, good old Tony. He brings on a guest, like a famous guest, and then they sit there, it's kind of like a little panel, and then they and then somebody they they pick names out of a bucket, and basically you go up and you do one minute of comedy, and uh, you do if you go to a minute, you get the meow. If you go past that, you get the wild Californian bear, <laughs> and West then Hollywood bear. West Hollywood bear. Thank you. And uh, I'm fucking it up already. The East Hastings Bear. If you <laughs> he didn't play two shows in Vancouver, actually. I wonder what he said. I wonder if he said something different. Oh, yeah. Who? <clears throat> uh, they, had a sh- they had two. What? Huh? What? Are you, <laughs> are you pranking me? They've had two <laughs> shows in Vancouver. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, no, and then, they, and then you just kind of go up there and hope that you hope that they like you. I kind of was looking forward to getting roasted a little bit more. I, like, when I was start- first started watching this show, I, like, I, I loved the... I love the cringe content and I love like, the roasting. I, I watched it, started watching it when I was in university and I had like even lower self-esteem. And uh, so I would just watch it solely for the cringe content. I didn't even, I, I didn't want people to succeed. And then, uh, yeah, now, now it's like, it's nice to see people succeed. Also, it's kind of cool because like the Austin comedy scene is so tight knit that like you s- you'll see the same people on every single night at different open mics. So then when you actually get to see them on stage, it's like, oh, sweet. Like, that's, you know, that's Joe's set or that's Winston's set. He did really well. Like, it's it's kind of fun watching people succeed on there then. So, you know? so w- w- I, I, did you explain that there's an interview portion as well? Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't. Under- oh, I didn't. yeah. So after the 60 seconds and they do an interview, and this is the opportunity where Tony takes to just ask the most ridiculous questions, usually about sex life, uh, often asked what's your weirdest, most interesting thing about you. Uh, and it's uh, usually very entertaining. And it, it seems like in the room, more people enjoy when the comedians do bad than yeah. good. And I'm, I'm this, I, love the, I love the cringe. Yeah, yeah. Well, I feel like when I put you guys onto the show too, mm-hmm. I feel like you guys uh, couldn't deal with the cringe. Yeah, I have like mixed feelings about it. It reminds me of when I used to watch American Idol back in the day, mm. and it was like the people that were bad. Like I didn't, I didn't like it. But also those people, I felt bad. I felt bad for them too. I think that it's like a psychopath trait to like yeah. to enjoy <laughs> cringe content. Like okay. my brother is like he he you know he can't watch The Office because it's too like the cringe content. Right. Uh, the cringe is. But I too love I love like high. The Office. I love Nathan for you. Or and, like, do you like his, the British Office though? Because that's like yeah. even more cringe. Yeah. That's okay. But I guess it's like it's harmless cringe. But it's, it's all also acting. scripted. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Whereas I've never heard it described as cringe. Or the office. Oh yeah. I think in which way? That's a huge thing. Mike Michael Scott's character is like always trying. Like he's yeah. okay. he's super embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I guess I can understand that. And there's also there's also no music. I think. So it's kind of like Strong. dead oh, yeah. air a lot of the time. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. People can't take that like tension. Yeah. Mm. Well, per- I mean, that's kind of why like the the British Office only ran for one or two seasons because it, people couldn't handle it. it's so bleak you know like at least with the American Office and they they do still have a happy ending they've got a romance side plot like they every at the end of each at the end of each episode you do end up feeling good and with the British Office then they just were like fuck you I mean, you don't have to you don't don't feel good <laughs> yeah it wears you down a little enjoy, yeah a little more yeah but I, I I like I like both of them but definitely could only probably watch two seasons of the yeah. of the British one. It's funny you mentioned that you're you're an angry person, and I feel like having just met you, 
you don't seem that angry. But then when I saw your set, I could like feel that energy <laughs> yeah, me more. Because like I watched your set a few weeks ago when Matt sent it to us. And uh, I'm like, okay, yeah, I see it now. Yeah. Where it's like <laughs> even you talking about Pornhub, you're like, you're like, Ugh. like your, your whole like kind of like onstage persona is a bit more like grumpy. Yeah. Yeah. I really like like Bill Hicks and Doug Stanhope. I like people that complain on stage, you know? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, I, I'm a complainer. So it's, uh, but try try not to be because I I feel like I can be a bit of a dark cloud and then all of a sudden like <laughs> I've like said like three things in a row that are negative I'm like all right I'm like we gotta cool it let's let's talk about some rainbows yeah, I, yeah. Dave's looking at me he knows what I'm gonna say no I don't oh you don't okay I've Dave taught me the compliment sandwich or which is kind of like how I took that to heart okay and uh, I can be a ball of negativity sometimes I feel mm. like but you know. You, you, you basically, you just squish something nice in between two negative things and at least you're trying. Yeah. No, 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 well, no, no. I, I said it very short. No, no, you said it wrong. I said it what? <laughs> you do two compliments oh. and then one. Well, I've been doing it wrong then. I've been, I'm still a dark cloud, I guess. Because you start positive and you end positive. Oh, right, right. okay. No, you start Compliment negative sandwich. and negative. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've been... You build like, them up just to break them back down again. <laughs> Although in, shit. in your defense, <laughs> it's maybe a poor name because the sandwich isn't named after the bread, which is on the outsides. Yeah. Right? It's mm -hmm. not It's not like a mm -hmm. multi-grain sandwich. There you go. Mm. It's a salami sandwich, oh, which is in the middle. That's Incisive. You know what I'm <laughs> Thank you. Incisive perspective. Yeah. It's going to be the start of my Kill Tony set. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So did you have a, I mean, obviously you had that prepared. Did you have any, like, how do you, I've always wondered how an average comedian prepares for 60 seconds up there. Are they like reading the room or are they just basically reading a script in their head? What are they? Yeah, I had, I had two sets that I was going to, that I was like thinking about doing. And then I kind of just ended up going with the most, with the one I felt most comfortable with. That was like the first, that, that the, the paradox of choice joke is, was my first ever joke that I'd done on stage. And, um, so it kind of feels very comfortable uh, first ever joke you did yeah. on stage wow um but then i added i added like the the beat off a dead horse bit like a like a year later um but uh th 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 that totally forgot what else to say i'm sorry oh i you had a second set oh yeah, yeah yeah i had a second set but then i i kind of like one was dirty like with all pornography shit one was not <laughs> dirty at all um and uh, and i just ended up thinking i was like oh fuck it. i think the kill tony crowd will appreciate like a dirtier oh yeah 100%. set too like it was a good opportunity for you to like show off personality and then you're kind of like you know throwing people off and then you're like getting puns in there so it had like a lot of things in a short amount of time whereas i could imagine ones that don't do so well it's like you're not demonstrating that much yeah right yeah. so it's like and, and it felt like you were moving through it maybe faster than you would normally right T totally yeah, yeah. so yeah. well I, I like the paradox choice too because it's pretty relatable i feel like we always say analysis paralysis we're sometimes mm -hmm. trying mm -hmm. to analyze all the options so much and to the point where we just can't make a decision at all it just kills us yeah, yeah absolutely. and then whatever you've chosen isn't the yeah like <laughs> you said you said it best <laughs> so many different paths to go down yeah that's kind of how i feel with like m moving around like I, I feel like there's nothing there's nothing necessarily I, like i work as a server so i don't really have to live anywhere in particular so then it kind of makes you feel like just whatever you're doing is the wrong thing because it's like oh well you could go there instead like, you should i really want to like live abroad uh for a while and i, I know that like, when my parents were my age and they were like they were often sierra leone like living in really cool places and i'm not doing that so i feel like i feel kind of 
you know, like I'm lacking in that area, but then also I'm like, well, okay, I have, I do have something that I want to do. I want to do stand up. So I kind of have been trying to like let that guide where I'm going to be living the next little while. I don't know. Guide, guide my choices a little bit more. Um, you won't regret trying to do the stand up. No, no. Right. So, like, and I can always like when I'm like, I can always go like abroad when I'm, you know, 30 or 40. Yeah. I don't have to go right now. Exactly. Yeah. I always, I always felt like I was in a rush because, like, I went yeah. to university. And I remember I graduated at, like, 22 or, yeah, 22, almost 23. And I was like, I'm behind. Yeah. Like, I always just felt behind. And now I'm like, what was I in a rush for? I know. Like, it's such a funny thing. It's like, such a funny, yeah. And now I'm, like, 34. And I'm like, nowhere. You know, I'm just fucking here. Yeah. <laughs> there's no, like, actual race. There's, no, there's nowhere where you have to be. Yeah. Like, you kind of, like, get this idea in your head where it's like, oh, i got to be climbing this fucking ladder. And it's like, then you're like, wait, what ladder? The ladder doesn't exist. Yeah. You're yeah. just in a field somewhere. Yeah, you got to be mindful. You got to look back and see how far you've come. Even if it's just a little bit, mm. gotta appreciate. Mm. Yeah. Preach. <laughs> so uh, I want to know more about uh, the the performance here. Um, what's it like in the back alley with all of those comics? Like, is is everybody like anxious? Like, it, it, or is it just good vibes? Is everybody happy? I know a lot of like people are selling food, selling some drugs. Yeah, yeah. It um it smells like piss back there. So that's one thing. Yeah. <laughs> are you, people pissing? Like uh, right in front of you, or is it at night? I guess I mean, not right in front of you, but like <laughs> they're not Just like, letting it rip. Yeah, um, they usually face a wall, but yeah, it all kind of it, it's kind of divots, so it all leads oh, back God. to the middle part. Uh, yeah, if you're, you you don't want to step on anything wet there, but it and it's a pretty chill environment. I don't know. It's kind of nice whenever you go up on like whenever your name gets called, then all the comics are like clapping, mm. and they're like, they're like woohoo, good luck. Um, so that's fun. Um, it, it kind of depends. Like I, I try to just kind of put my nose in my journal and just like not, I just don't want to talk really to people cause that, that'll just kind of get my nerves going or it'll make me feel like I have to drink. So then I'll mm. just, I don't know. I, I, if I'm trying to stay away from alcohol, then I stay away from people as well. That, that's, <laughs> that's the demise of so many comics. They get drunk back there, they're on stage and they make it ass yeah, themselves. That was great cringe content but. yeah yeah the one guy that went up um at the first show at, mother, at the mothership yeah i can't remember what his name was i think giovanni or something but he was absolutely sloshed oh, he yeah. was getting into fights so like, like there were two guys in the back both selling beers like he was one of them and i guess he was like this is my territory <laughs> you <laughs> no can't way. sell your beers here beers. and uh i wasn't actually i wasn't in the back alley for, for that one I, I got i bought a ticket for the show for that time because my buddy was oh. in, also also in austin at that point so he was uh he was like, "Oh, it's my last week here. I'm gonna let's buy a ticket. Let's splurge." And it was a, it was worth it. It was a comedy mothership. It was like a really snazzy spot. It's a it's a fun fun time. Highly recommend. Highly recommend going. Wait, so how many times did you alley it before you got on? Um, well, the first show, the first time that I went, then I went to the. It was at the Vulcan still, and so you kind of go into the pig pen, and that was kind of nice because like you get to st- you you I don't know you get to hear the inside joke. So if you do get called on stage, then you can kind of call back and you can um, like make references to yeah. the past, you know, hour or whatever uh, when you're in the, and then, then I, the next time that I did the alley, like the, the first show. And then the, I think that I got on the second time because they started adding in an extra show. Like they did like a Sunday one and a Monday one. So I got, I got it on, on the Sunday, the Sunday pop-up one, just lucky. But um, yeah, I think it, uh, I lucked out because I'm a chick. So like, if you're if you're a woman, then you have pretty much like it's, it goes from one in two hundred chance to one in fifteen. Oh, chance. did when he drew your name was it was he looking for a woman, or 
I thought so. Okay. Because it's usually for the it's usually the last one. It's usually like, all right, like we we, we haven't, haven't had, had any woman. females yeah. on so then let's let's like, you know, draw until we pick till we till we find one. Um like a couple of my buddies were like, oh, how'd you get on? Like it's you, you they lucked out in your third week and I was like, Well just put a you know, just change uh, your name to be like instead of Eric, make it Erica. <laughs> fun fact. I don't think you would like that. I don't think Tony <laughs> no, would appreciate I think he that. Would hate that. Yeah. Yeah. That's why Jamie Foxx named himself Jamie Foxx. Mm-hmm. His no, real no, name no. is Eric Bishop and he figured that he would have a better chance of getting up on stage as a stand up if he, his name was gender <gasps> ambiguous. That's mm-hmm. so smart. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that works it it, it, it it works in your favor. People are like, oh, it's like, it must suck to be like a woman in comedy. It's like, no, it rocks. I'd much rather be a chick in comedy than a dude. It kind of like automatically, you're like, not less like competition, but like, it's not a competition, but you know, just kind of like, if you are trying to get up on stage somewhere and they need, mm-hmm. they need a, a yeah. chick, then well, you're probably gonna get, you'll have more of a chance of getting pulled up. It's like same with the open mics there, you know, you, you, a lot of them are like, just you put your name in a, in a th- basket and then they choose 15 or 20 comics uh like at the end of the or b- right before the the thing starts the show starts and if you have a chick name or if my last name my last name is Kureshi, so that benefit works to my benefit as well <laughs> they're like hey let's get some diversity and like <laughs> then i then i come up and they're like oh, just another white bitch <laughs> cut off the stage Kureshi, yeah what's the uh, background of that name uh, it's pakistani pakistani yeah. really interesting my dad's half pakistani half german and my mom's welsh Wow. Bit of a mutt. <laughs> wow. So you also, I noticed you, there was a photo, you're friends with that, the, the, the comedian who sells popsicle sticks and writes jokes on the popsicle sticks. I don't know his name. Joven. Joven. Joven Asfali. That yeah. guy's, that guy's quite funny. Yeah, he's great. He's, uh, I like his personality. We were like, we've got the same style too. So like a couple of times and we would like just see each other out and be like, God damn, I want to, <laughs> let's, let's trade wardrobes. <laughs> let's just, let's just, I want, I want those pants. I feel like he became sweatpant guy last time he was on. He, he was wearing sweatpants and he had like a wallet and phone and all of his crap in his. Yeah, he does have a lot of pockets. He's got a lot of pockets. Um, they're always full, but um, when he's not wearing track pants, that's usually when I like his his pants. Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Did you did Some you make skis. a did you make quite a few friends in your time down yeah, there? Yeah, yeah. I was, I'm really looking forward to going back. So yeah. there were just like so many. I don't know. Just I I don't know. I don't really know what I was expecting. I've never been in any sort of comedy scene before. So I was. I guess I was expecting a little to be a little bit more nerve wracking, but they're also which welcoming. You know, it just kind of like I went to my first night, and I went to Creek and Cave. Um, then I had watched a few of the sets and then basically the comics that I thought were the funniest, I, I went to the back area and I was like, all right, I want to be friends with you. I want to be friends with you. Nice. And then, so yeah, Winston was like my first friend and then, um, and yeah, made a, made a couple, couple of groovy pals there. Vancouver is, uh, infamous for being mean. Like people are mean. They're cold. not friendly. Cold. Cold. Yeah. yeah. Like they don't look at you on the street. They don't. Yeah. People are. We're awkward. I, I, I feel like people don't even give you the wave when you when uh, you let them uh, pass. On I the always give the wave. Oh, that's audacious. Yeah, I always got to give the, the wave. Yeah. Uh, do you notice? Uh, I mean, you haven't. You've only spent three days in Vancouver. Yeah. But have you experienced any of that, or are people generally friendly? Uh, I haven't experienced any any meanness. No. Other than uh, the bus driver. <laughs> yeah. God, he was that aggressive. That was a w- guy in Whistler, though. Yeah. Well, I'm thinking. I think that he's based out of Vancouver. Oh, okay. Well, then I, fuck I'm, him. Vancouver I imagine then. he'd be a lot more chill if he were a Whistler, right? Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's kind of funny because like, there's always that that thing about Canadians being super nice. I feel like we're like a like a uh, corporate nice, you know? Mm, it's like, a, like it's polite thing, yeah. not necessarily like a nice. It's thing. not actually kind. I feel like in the, whenever I go to the states, I'm like astounded by how 
freaking kind and welcoming people are, you know? Like, New York City has the, the rap of it being, you know, all, all a bunch of assholes. Meanwhile, it's like you stop somebody on this, you're like, hey, do you know where this place is? Like, can you help me out? And then they'll take the time of day and they'll, they'll help you. I mean, most people actually do take the time of day. But, um, but yeah, no, this, I, feel, I find Americans to be really friendly and Canadians to be friendly, but also sometimes they just kind of have that, like, they want to be friendly, like, so that, that it's like a, I don't know. So they're safe. <laughs> I, I think Canadians are more reserved. And so like you get, like you don't get those like flare ups of someone like yelling at you, like mm. you might get in New York or whatever, but then you also don't get the like outward niceness that, that right. says loud. So they're loud in both directions. The Americans. Okay. I, I actually, yeah, no, I see what you're saying there. Yeah. Uh, my friend who works at like um, a tourism thing in Whistler as well, he says that Americans are the, are the quickest to flip their switch. So they'll come in really nice. And then as soon as like, if somebody's running late or the, the tour's going to be, you know, moved to this day cause it's raining, then they get like really angry real fast. So. Yeah. It's like things are on their terms. So they're going to yeah. be like really helpful and nice on their terms. But then if things don't go well, it's like, Hey, well, fuck you, bud. Like, <laughs> yeah. or as Canadians, we're kind of just in the middle. Yeah. We're yeah. just like not too nice, not too mean. So what's the process after you perform? They just kick you out in the back, back to the piss alley. Back or? to the piss alley, baby. They gave you a, they gave me a gel, oh, they gave everybody a gel blaster. <laughs> yeah. um, but I didn't get Wait, to use it even. It's a gun. It's with their a sponsor, gel. man. How much do they make enough gel blasters? Wait, describe it more. What is a gel blaster? So you put these little like um, uh, pellets into like water, and they, they kind of absorb all the water. It's uh, really they look like fish eggs. I want to swim in them. To be honest, <laughs> I was like, I don't even I don't even care for the gun. I just want to swim in these beautiful little pellets. And then I didn't get to use it because um, I don't believe it. I don't think you're doing it. If you wanted to swim in pellets, you'd be buying an aquarium. <laughs> you'd be filling it up. I haven't seen you googling <laughs> how to swim. In Matt pulls off his mask, and he's your uncle. <laughs> <laughs> it's basically a nerf gun but this it's is like what it is tiny paintballs that don't explode yeah yeah but i also I, I just didn't want to use them i was renting a place so i didn't want to use it inside and then i was also i was curious like if the things are biodegradable or if yeah. like a bird's gonna eat it will it just implode i don't know i probably i just want to know how, how like which producer which ad guy on the show <laughs> is like hey tony i found us a sponsor you're gonna <laughs> I, it's well maybe it started because tony has this he used to have this golden gun mm-hmm. or, or it was like a handgun or yeah something. yeah the handgun on his on his desk, and then I guess at one point someone must have worked. I was the, working at the that kill angle, like you kill oh. your yeah. opponents. I don't know. Uh, the handgun was quite cool, and then it turned into this like Nerf gun thing. Right. I don't know. I mean, I'm, it's fine. I want to shoot one of those. Hey, things. if they <laughs> if they want to sponsor this podcast, <laughs> yeah. You, you know what, Emily? Last podcast, mm-hmm. we I was drinking an herba mate, and I started talking about my herba mate. Mm-hmm. Jason referred to me as. Herba Matt or Herba Mate <laughs> Tennyson. Yeah, the Beautiful. joke's right there. <laughs> and uh, oh, less than a week later, we got an email from Herba Mate. They're like, we're going to set you up with uh, Herba Mate yeah. in your fridge. Yeah. So um, any brev- <laughs> beverages you'd like to shout out on the podcast? Um, your favorite Nerf gun? Uh, lucky. <laughs> well, we already shouted out Lucky. Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> they gotta be Hopefully listening. we get sponsored by Lucky. Yeah, that'd be ideal. That'd be dangerous for me, actually. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'd want to be sponsored by them. Yeah, you'd have to get a sponsor in a different way. Yeah. Afterwards. <laughs> if we land the Lucky sponsorship in this podcast, we'll give you a, we'll give you a couple flats. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they just kick you right out. How are you feeling after that? Uh, it felt good. It's so funny, though, because like, I, I just don't like uh, feel very good about myself most of the time. Like I feel really good about myself on stage, and then mm. as soon as it's done, it's just done. Right. Yeah. And I'm just like... 
usually I mean that time like I, I feel like it went okay there were a couple of jokes in like during the interview process that I didn't like that I tried to make but I, I missed so I was like I, usually my mind just goes directly to what I fucked up on mm-hmm. um so yeah no it was kind of kind of like that and then my my buddy was like was like how are you not like more stoked like how are you are, are you, you seem so calm I was like yeah I don't I don't know I just don't I feel like I don't get very excited <laughs> it's, it sucks like I don't want to get excited about these things but yeah I just don't I feel like I the excitement is not within me how are you at receiving gifts because I'm terrible at it yeah I'm, I'm pretty bad as well I'm always like thank you yeah. <laughs> like I don't know how to process it no, or totally. show positive emotion and it's, yeah I appreciate it yeah I like I like I like you know oh speaking of gifts I got you guys <gasps> oh my god I can't believe oh, it yeah. this is amazing sorry I'm you just choose, am I overdoing it choose a hand this is well, a, left or right? This is a this is a. I'll take uh, I'll take the right. This is a roach. Here. The roach is in both hands. Let's be honest. Aww. Oh, it's, it's a, a unicorn. It's, <laughs> no way! You got a unicorn? I got a little. Bear. Are these from Banff? This is the best. Uh, no, they're from uh, from a toy store in nice. my favorite from my favorite toy store. Oh, look at that. Can you? Uh, we don't have the ability Wait, to zoom in on this podcast, <laughs> yeah. but you can barely yeah. see it. <laughs> they're so well made. Like I, I love them. I, I, I've got a little collection of them at home. Well, I, I used to. I, I tend to give them away. <laughs> we just bought a little squirrel that's uh, three times as big as this yeah. at um, Flyover Canada. This is great. Thank you, Emily. I'm going to put it right here. Oh, look. There's a, there's a mama. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's put them together where they belong. They belong together. Yeah, you can place them. That's fantastic. First, first gift we've ever received on the podcast? Man, this podcast just keeps giving back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we used to give gifts and then we, we just stopped. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> just right before I came on, they just yeah, started. Like, like, yeah, this Emily is the episode. <laughs> Isn't this the most adorable thing you've ever seen? Two little Mises just oh, hanging out. A couple of Mises. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, that, okay, so you also were invited to do the secret show. I've always been curious of like what that process is. It's just, it's it's a paid show? It's like uh, I didn't get... I didn't get paid. For yeah, you get paid. No, <laughs> I, I don't. I, uh, I I don't really like when people are like, "Oh, I'll pay you for this show." Because then I feel like mm. I'd rather do it like just do it for free, and then if I do well, you can pay me. But I don't want the pressure of like ha- you know, it's like okay, mm. I got to be worth a hundred dollars now. Um, but yeah, the the secret show it didn't go as it wasn't my strongest mm. set for sure. I was really nervous. I was up in like the the green room area um, for a while, and I was kind of like just trying to keep up. I, I think um, with everybody. I don't know, having beers and stuff. So I, I had like probably three, I had three Lone Stars, which they're tall boys. Um, and oh I just boy. like, it, it. I usually have like a one and a half drink limit before I go on We're stage. talking Texas. So those tall boys are probably massive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they're also 2% in the States. Big so. boys. 2%? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Lone oh. Star basically is, it's water pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think it just, the nerves got to me. And then I also, when I went up on stage and I did the, f- I did like all my friends were like, no, you got to do your minute. Like you, you, that you did a Kill Tony. Um, you have to do that during the secret show because that's what they hired you uh, hired you for. Right. Okay. Um, so I opened with that and it didn't go very well <laughs> at all. So then I was like, it was like dead, dead silence. So I, that kind of threw me off. And then I think that it just made me like, it made me lose my rhythm. You know, I didn't feel very chill uh, anymore. So I did like seven minutes instead of eight minutes. Um, and yeah, I, I wasn't very happy with myself. I actually haven't seen the video back though. My friend my friend did record it. I, I didn't ask her to. I asked her not to actually. <laughs> I think it's illegal. Um, but she but she ended up like secretly recording. And uh, <laughs> I haven't, I'm not, I won't use any of the clips. I'll just use it for my for my own like kind of, you know, re- research on my or analysis of myself. But 
it did not go very strongly, unfortunately. Which is unfortunate because Andrew Schultz was there, Mark Gagnon was there. Um, like obviously, you want to like do well for Red Band because it's his show as well. Is he there watching? Yeah, he does. Uh, he, he's there watching and he like hanging out in the green room, and he also uh, is like he he does a set as well. He kind of uses that to. Um, I think he. Like, I was on Reddit and I saw that he kind of uses that to like workshop material, as well. Knowing you now, you probably did better than you think. Thank you. <laughs> you probably did all right <laughs> <laughs> well yeah i've always been curious about that because um so yeah if someone does well on the show in their 60 seconds uh brian redman the producer and, and this he's like the guy who started the joe rogan podcast like he's number one guest number one they refer to him as the pod father although there's like <laughs> four people out there that are referred to as the pod pod <laughs> the pod father <laughs> so i'm not sure who actually started it but anyways, they, uh, Tony always gets really excited. He goes, oh, you just got booked on a real paid gig. Does he say paid? I thought he said paid. Yet. I, I thought he said at one point there was like. Maybe they were going to pay me and they saw how shit I did. They were like, no, never mind. We Not worth $100. Not worth 100 bucks. Give me that tiny moose back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how is this? Because you have been experiencing the Kill Tony bump. Sorry? The Kill Tony bump. Have you not heard of this? Yet? No, I have not heard oh, of this. Okay. What is this? Well, if you do well on Kill Tony, I guess even if you do poorly, mm -hmm. you get a lot of attention. Mm -hmm. I've, uh, yeah, and I, I was seeing some of your, watching some of your other sets. I, I checked out your YouTube channel. Oh, We're God. trying to find material. That's, yeah, that's, my YouTube channel's bad. Well, you said you love cringe content, so. I, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and there's, you, you probably don't even know then, there's people leaving comments on your stuff, and they're like. Oh, shit, I didn't know that. There, someone said like, "Oh, you're experiencing the kill Tony bump. Keep going." Wow, I didn't. Uh, I, I got to go on my YouTube channel then. I, I mean, I and delete everything. <laughs> <laughs> delete it all. Fuck. <laughs> what do I have on there? Um, yeah, it has. A, I remember it has like my first, like, or my second set on there, which is a pretty rough set as well. It was all just about horsecock um, and the guy who died <laughs> via horsecock. So I had just recently seen that video, and I was like, "How are more people not talking about this? This is traumatizing." So I had to get it out there, you know, I had to get more people to look it, it up. Did you ever see Mr. Spread Hands? the awareness. Sorry, what now? The video of Mr. Hands? No. It's like like live leak video of a dude dying. Uh, I never saw this one. Yeah. I've seen some messages. Getting fucked by a horse. So basically, yeah, I got fucked by a horse. Basically, it was like a thing in Idaho or something where a bunch of zoo, it was a farm or a bunch of zoologists, not zoologists, zoophilics, zoophili, I don't, zoophiliacs, I think that's what they're called. Ooh, um, is that when you're like into animals? Yeah. Yeah, animals are inside oh. you. Uh, or into you. <laughs> uh, ew. Um, but yeah, no, so basically this guy, they were they were all kind of taking turns with the horse and with various other farm animals, I'm guessing. And then this guy got unlucky. And uh, they he basically like, died via uh, internal bleeding. Um, and they dropped... <laughs> they dropped him off at the emergency room and they just drove away, which is just the funniest image to me. Like, like a group of... <laughs> But it was in a horse-drawn like ca carriage. Yeah. <laughs> he murdered. <laughs> no horse-drawn carriage. Yeah, those are all over listable. So, <laughs> um, but and then they, then he just dies, and uh, that's that's not a it's not a happy ending to the story. Well, for the horse, it might have been. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, God damn, I was tight. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. Tight, <laughs> oh, yeah, I can't handle. <laughs> I can't handle like. Like really gnarly videos like that. It like wasn't I avoid like, them. There wasn't like like any blood. It was a black and white video, which made it worse somehow. Um, but it was, Hand cranked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one guy's just the, the one guy Randall. He's not even a horse. He doesn't even like fucking horses. He just likes to videotape it. He's like, I'm gonna. I'll be hand cranking the corner if you need. Yeah, me. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, cuckold for 
the yeah, that's some sort of farm called. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, there wasn't too much. It wasn't too graphic. It was just like I guess the since you know he dies, then it's a terrible video to watch. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like you're not a psychopath. That's a good thing. Thank you you know. don't like cringe content. You don't like violent. Well, I like no. si- I like the it's certain cringe. Wait, what? No, he's a psychopath. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Uh, I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. In <laughs> other ways, mean? yeah. Uh, so I feel like a lot of content, uh, a lot, of, a lot of your jokes are uh, dirty. They're about porn. And at some point in the sh- in the show, we're gonna you watch were referring porn. to oh. yeah. Oh yeah, pull that up. <laughs> you're, you refer to your favorite type of porn, which is for use. Which is. Uh, it's just some good old, um, lazy <laughs> sex on the chick's part, wait, usually. Did you say free use? <laughs> free use, yeah. It's like, uh... Wait, 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 wait. Dave's got a guess. Oh, yeah, guess. Oh, I gotta guess what it is? Yeah, yeah. You said, you said lazy. <laughs> I, when I heard free use, I just thought it was like, it was like organically sourced porn or something. Like, I it sounds like... What, like wait, when, she porn? when she said it, yeah, you taught me too what the heck that was. I mean, I've, I, I, I'm aware of it, but I didn't know there was a term for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I thought it was like copyright infringement yeah. thing, fair <laughs> yeah. use yeah, or whatever. A, I like I fair, use. fair use. <laughs> yeah, I like legally downloaded. No, but... That's all I go for. So what was your guess? That was my guess. Okay, well, you're wrong. Well, no, he's right, actually. Oh, I yeah. only go... Uh, no, it, it's basically somebody's just lying there, and then <laughs> it's like it's like a pre... It's like consensual non-consent. Okay, So sure. uh, it's a kind of pre- a pre-agreement that uh, whenever this person, the, whoever you're with, your partner's horny, then they can just pretty much use you. Free use, use got it. And uh, I loved in the it. show, you were like, you know, you're just sitting there, you're on your DS. <laughs> and it's funny because in the last couple shows, I was I kept trying to... Re- refer to a nintendo switch but i keep saying nintendo ds yeah nintendo ds <laughs> when someone has sex with you when you're playing nintendo ds dave <laughs> mm-hmm. i've got a ds back at home actually it's like it's i only have three games for it but it's uh it is a lovely little lovely little thing i've never i just never invested i'm not like much of a gamer so i just all i need is mario party and are you smarter than a fifth grader super <laughs> free use bros <laughs> <is a good laughs> game. what's the third game um brain games oh, okay uh, <laughs> yeah. or brain good games. it's called brain age it's uh yeah I've gotten, I'm, when I was younger, then I would get, like, you know, age of, like, 50, and now I'm, like, I've reverted down to, like, seven. And then they're like, God damn, you have no attention span and no memory. <laughs> What's going on? Did you ever have a mo- Cooking Mama on your DS? No. Oh. Is that your favorite <laughs> genre of porn? So, yeah, I was going to say. Cooking Mama. <laughs> well, you said Brooke that. knows what I'm talking about. You, like, yeah, I bet she does. You, you use a little <laughs> stylus, right? <laughs> Use a stylus on the DS, right? Like well, a little like you, a pen thing. Supposed to, but I lost mine a while ago, so oh. I just use my fingernail now. Okay, yeah. but you like cook things. You flip things. You time them. Okay. Whatever you guys don't. <laughs> I do remember playing Dinner Dash when I was a kid, um, just on the computer, and it's like funny because I I fucking love that game. I was like, oh, I'm gonna clear these tables and make oh, these yeah. customers so happy, and I'm a server, so it's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> I played like a Living hospital at my childhood one. Dreams. <laughs> You what, played a hospital a, one? There was a hospital one. What did you do? What, what Were you with a doctor or were you uh, I don't remember. <laughs> it was basically like the same as like one of the server ones where you're just like, I don't know, moving scalpels and stuff. There's so nice. many tycoon games now, man. Yeah. A- anything. Like Yacht Tycoon, of course, Zoo, mm-hmm. Roller Coaster. We were looking, Brooke and I were looking at all the tycoon type of games in the Switch like online store. It's it's insane. What is a tycoon Ty- a tycoon? Well, like, like, like the a- word tycoon? Yeah, what is it? It's like if you're really wealthy and successful at something, you're a tycoon <gasps> oh, of it. Oh, okay. So like... Damn, I thought it was like a hurricane. <laughs> that's a typhoon. <laughs> oh, that's a... Th- Roller coaster yeah. typhoon. Oh, and there's also typhoid, which is some sort of you know, stomach ailment. <laughs> yeah. Good old fever. Yeah, get your yeah, so if you're like... Um, 
Elon Musk is a tech tycoon. Okay. For example. Not a t- it's a roller coaster tycoon. It's like you get to be a guy that just crushes roller coasters. He's making roller coasters. Did you ever nice. play roller coaster tycoon? I didn't, no. You never got the CD ROM in the cereal box? No. I never. Might have been Did they have that in school? What? Uh, Wait, but, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe CD yeah, like, ROMs like haven't even been a thing for ten years. Oh, I've I've got CD. I've I've burned a couple CDs in my day. Okay. Um, I used to yeah, I used to burn CDs for loved ones and and mm-hmm. friends and, and all enemies. And, they just and, be and bad enemies. songs. Yeah. Just, and enemies. It's just Taylor Swift. <laughs> it's just a song. <laughs> I just burn her tunes. Um, no, yeah, I I I love a good CD ROM, but I never played that game. I uh, I can't say I've ever. What about SimCity? Um, I used to, my friend Julia, I used to watch her play Sims because she was like two years older than me. So she would just kind of like get the, to play the games and I would just sit there like, this is so fun. <laughs> just watching. So Roller Coaster Tycoon is like a Sim sort of game. You, you get to build roller co- you, you build your park. And you're trying to create a successful business. Okay. Yeah. Nice. That's Re- uh, stressful. And sounds uh, <laughs> got to build a business. I just would build the the roller coaster and then remove a piece so that everybody flew off the end. Yeah, you could do that too. Died in a fiery nice. accident. That was yeah. fun. That's your yeah. psychopath showing. Yeah, that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Did they did they scream and stuff? Like, was it pretty detailed? I think did they did yeah. they didn't want to encourage. They did the, scream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah they they did. Did. So nice. It's a nice touch. Yeah. In SimCity, you could also like unleash like a natural disaster or a UFO <laughs> attack on your city. That's amazing. Yeah. But you had to like build. You had to build roads. <laughs> it was crazy. <laughs> You, civil engineers. You uh, an- another thing we learned about you on the show. Everything we learned about you is basically from creeping your Instagram, creeping YouTube, or watching Kill Tony. So mm. I mean, how but, else would we learn? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> and we know we know that you've been a bird lady for fifteen years. Oh yeah, I love my bird. Yeah, so I, I wanted to make you comfortable here. I downloaded some, um, some ambient. Oh, sorry, that's not it. Just some crows in the background. Perfect. Make you feel like you're at home. I can't imagine her oh, bird sounds like a crow, right. though. I would. My, my one of my favorite birds is a crow. Oh. Crows are extremely intelligent. Super smart. How do you feel about ravens? Fucking love them as well. I love yeah. the love the noises they make. And uh, they're in Banff. There were some ravens that were just gi- fucking ginormous. It's like they they are not even. What point do you stop being a bird? You know, and you start being a mammal. <laughs> I mean, penguins, ginormous. ostriches. Yeah, yeah. Emus. Emus. Have you seen an em- emu out close? Um, never up close. No, they're, like hu- they're huge. Things are intimidating. Have you ever they're seen like Dude Where's My Car? <laughs> oh, have I ever? <laughs> one scene. It was only my favorite movie when I was twelve. Yeah, hell yeah. I tried watching it for my first time maybe three years ago. Couldn't Bite make your it tongue. Through. Really? Bite your tongue. Oh man, why not? Just I don't know. I don't even remember now. It's dated. Kind I think of it was thing. just like maybe I wasn't into it yeah, at yeah. the mo- time. Maybe I was like tired or something. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like it was too stupid. Yeah. No, if you're twelve, it's fucking incredible. Yeah. But my favorite. Uh, movie is Dumb and Dumber, so which is stupid, but Dumb and Dumber is it, smart, yeah, which is funny. Dude, where's my car? Is a lot stupider, but the thing they say in that movie when they try to refer to something as cool is they say shibby. Yeah, I always thought that was the coolest thing when I was a kid. Oh, I started saying shibby <laughs> with my buddies a lot, and then speaking of burnt CDs, all of my CDs for like a year were like shibby mix one. No way. Yeah. <laughs> well, what does it mean? She means like cool or awesome. She's maybe. trying to make a catch on. Did it ever catch on with your friend group or were you just the guy? Uh, no, it was like, like, God, there, there was like two shibby again. Uh, it would take a, a group to make a friend group. So, <laughs> uh, but with one friend, <laughs> there's uh yeah, we were into shibby. That sounds, that sounds dirty. <laughs> we were into shibby. <laughs> we were into shibby. <laughs> One summer we got really into shibby. Yeah, we, we explored e- each other. And we need a shibby <laughs> soundboard 
sound? Does it, is there yeah. like an epic one we can download? Totally. Shibby. The, no, yeah, like it's, that? Just Shibby. Them, it's just them saying Shibby. On their voicemail and everything. Okay. Shibby. <laughs> yeah, that's basically it. Dude, you just touched Christy Boris' hoo-hoo. Shibby. <laughs> yeah, the girl, the girl they think is hot is named Christy Boner. <laughs> in the in the movie, I love not a real that. name. Uh, I think that yeah, it is totally a dumb movie, but it also is like I think just since it was like a childhood staple, yeah. then it it kind of takes you right back. How the hell do we get from bird uh, having emus. a bird? Oh, emus. Yeah. Oh yeah. Because there's one in two doors my car, I think. I haven't seen it in a good 10 years or so. Wait, an emu, emu is like an ostrich type yeah. of thing? Yeah. yeah. Is that, is that, are you, is that apple juice or is that piss from the alley <laughs> in this Austin? This is just piss from the alley. Yeah, it's a souvenir. I thought you would, might want some. He <laughs> yeah. likes Kill Tony. Oh, he might. Can I get a taste of that? <laughs> <laughs> we'll get a sponsorship by Tropicana. Let's go. <laughs> this episode is sponsored by Piss. Uh, uh, I was just curious of how you've kept a bird alive for 15 years and how you brought it all the way over to the West Coast with you and then you're oh. going to move to Austin. Like, what do you do? You put it in a cage and... She followed the bird. It was migrating. I see. <laughs> uh, no, Myrtle stays in my parents' house because he's lived there. For, uh. Like, I, I got him when I was 10 years old. Um, I had a bird before him named Squirt, actually. Uh, but Squirt flew away. So, oh. yeah, it was pretty heartbreaking, actually. What kind of bird? It is also a cockatiel. Oh. I remember that day, like, I went to sleepover at my friend's house. And when I come back home, my sister is, like, there waiting at the door. She opens it, and she's just like, Squirt flew away. Oh, no. And I was like, no, no, I didn't. You're, you're smiling. Clearly, you're, you're joking. And she was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> he flew away. She was Evil. just smiling, yeah. And then um, she's she's a she's a lot nicer now, but she was just she hated that bird. And um, anyway, got Myrtle when I was ten years old, and then he just kind of like he is so happy at my parents' house. He gets to fly around all the time, and he kn he knows it pretty well. I feel like if I were to take him to a new environment, he'd probably fly into a window, or I don't know. One of my roommates would like let him out somehow. I don't know. It scares me. So. Yeah. What's uh, do your roommates like your bird? No, I I uh, well I had I. Had, Oh, it when stays I was at your parents. Yeah, it stays at my parents. Oh. Says. One time she, when she I was explain in, that, man. Yeah, yeah, sorry. <laughs> one time when I was in university, I did bring Myrtle with me for a few months, and my roommates did not like him at no. all. Yeah, no. I don't think I would. I don't I, think yeah. I would like a random bird Squawks in the house. Yeah, it smells like shit. I feel like no, if you it doesn't smell no like, no no no. <sighs> Smell great. Birdhead? Oh my god, I can't get enough of it. <laughs> Birdhead? Excuse me. <laughs> that sounds bad. No, when you like, you're like just, just scratching his head. How big are their beaks? Yeah, I know. Uh, how do you give? Okay, all right. All right. Like no, I thought she was oh. giving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Is yeah, it a free use bird? Yeah, yeah he okay. is. Yeah, we we have an agreement though, so it's all consensual. It's, it's all legal. <laughs> Copyright, fair use. Eating bird seed. Whoa, hey, what, what's going on? <laughs> Trying to eat bird seed. Trying to play DS. This seed. <laughs> Gotta eat this seed. <laughs> wow. uh, sorry. Brooke's shaking her head. Everybody's shaking their head at me. Jesus. Uh, oh, now I know what it's like to bomb. Jeez. Um, are you gonna take your, you're not gonna take your bird to Austin? No, Lord, no. Okay. He's just so he's he gets he pretty much spends all of his time outside of the cage um, at my parents' house. And mm. that's the way it should be. I don't think the birds should be in cages. If a cocktail flies away, they're not surviving very long. No, it uh, actually was kind of traumatic. Like I, like he flew away before the winter, and then um, we the next spring that we were like I was like on the soccer field and we were playing soccer, and this kid is like he lifts up like a dead 
like a clearly like a crushed bird, flattened bird, and it was like pretty colorful. And there's not that many colorful birds around Listowel. And I just like knew, oh. I knew it was squirt. Oh, no. And I didn't say anything. I didn't even tell anybody about that like two years after because I just I would I just cried every really? time I thought about it. <laughs> and because I just thought about him being alone and like how I failed him. And uh, and yeah, just like I don't know, the, the whole pet industry is kind of fucked up. I feel like. I definitely, w- I don't, I don't want to have kids when I'm older, but I, I would love to have like a little like sanctuary for, for orangutans specifically, but also birds and stuff. Because a lot of people buy like birds and lizards and they don't do the research beforehand. Some of these animals get totally mistreated and they're like in an, a fucking terrarium that's too small or that doesn't have enough like stimulating things for it. And, uh, and they just kind of use their pet as an accessory, which I hate. Steve-O wants to open a, uh, an animal sanctuary in Vancouver, in the Vancouver area, I should say. Nice. Uh, we should convince him. We got we to gotta convince him to come here, and then you can raise the orangutans. Hell yeah. It's orangutan. Orangutan. orangutan yes. Sorry. Yeah, it comes Back from... Back to grammar talk. You know, have, you ever, have you ever seen the episode of... Have you ever seen any Black Mirror? Yeah. yeah. Have you seen the one where it's like with John Hamm... And the girl's like brain gets duplicated inside this machine, so she can be the assistant for herself. Oh no! So, so it's basically like you would be duplicate, like your whole memory, mind, everything, but you're a digital representation of yourself. But then you're a servant of real you. Does that okay. make sense? Yeah. Anyways, so like she decides that she doesn't want to be this assistant in a machine, but she has no autonomy, and she's like, well, I'm not going to do what they ask you to do. And then John Ham presses a button, and she experiences. A thousand years of nothingness. Oh my God. And I think about that all the time. And I, th- I thought about it when you were talking about a lizard that's understimulated. It feels like that simulation of you just like yeah. feeling nothingness for a thousand Damn, years. Damn, imagine that. That's, ins- that's it's a, a really existentially concept. horrifying episode. Yeah. Isn't it kind of like uh, just going to sleep? No, no, because when you're, you're asleep, you are entertained. You're like you're you're in places. You know, you go not to always go though. to places. But I feel like in, when the times when you're not, like, you're not just like asleep, just I don't know, like in a in a void. Like you're you're when when you're not dreaming, then it just kind of like sleep travel, um, like takes you from like one point to another. Well, it's in, like in a, a solitary confinement in prisons is considered like the meanest, most horrible thing you can do. It's just it, it's just that. But that's like for twenty days, at sort of max. Mm. Imagine 10,000 But that's years. not nothingness. That's in a room with a light. I feel like nothingness is like you're sleeping. You can't even describe it. You don't remember it. You no, have no, no but, recollection. No, no, but mm. she's literally like in like a white void. Oh. But she's just completely awake and just oh. herself. Okay. So she's just would be, you would just be thinking, I don't know. Like and you wouldn't have the physical mechanisms of your brain like shutting down or going crazy and stuff. You would just still be thinking, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that it, even like a you know like a, a week without without sleep or anything just like just kind of going because I, I'm sure that the the, yeah. the brain thing doesn't go to sleep at all. Which dreams are if I, yeah if, if it did then you could just sleep all the time. Yeah, you just be chilling. I fucking love sleeping because I love I love the dreams that I have. I don't know. Do you guys have dr- a lot of cool dreams? Remember Excessively. Them? Yeah. It's really bad. <laughs> it's bad. I get a lot of nightmares. Okay. Yeah, I used to have a lot of nightmares growing up. Yeah. Uh, like yeah, not so much anymore. At least like once or twice a week I wake up. I, I had a dream the other day that I had committed a terrorist act. Oh, I didn't remember what it was. And I was just wandering down the streets and I had like my face sort of covered. But mm. people were like pointing at me like, it's him. That is crazy. And it, it was really unsettling. And I was like, people were like really like disappointed and like disturbed by me. Yeah. 
Oh, it's a weird feeling. But then don't you love when you wake up and you're like, I didn't do that thing. Yeah. In a cold sweat. <laughs> no, but I wake up and I feel very, I still feel in that mode. Right. Like I, I like I, my brain doesn't shift gears back to being like, things are normal. Yeah. It's like, no, I did that. Did I? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. I would have these dreams where I would die in the dream and then yeah. it would just go black. And then it would take me a moment to realize, oh, I'm, I'm awake. Yeah. Which mm. is really spooky. Yeah, that is. The thing that I fear the most though is, um sleep paralysis i've Ooh, had yeah. that you've had, had it i've yeah. had i've had night terrors too both of you yeah my sleep paralysis it wasn't a demon though it was just like like straight up voices like it was like a bunch of voice like layered voices and i couldn't like move my whole body and so i was trying to sink my head into the pillow and i was like going like just pushing myself back 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 and then like when i came out of it i just like felt so uneasy and i just felt like there was like a presence in the in the room with me so i turned on my light and i just pretty much stayed up for like another like couple hours. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I don't know what I would do if I saw a demon at the end of my bed. Oh my God. I had, I had the demon. You had the demon? I had the demon. What did it look like? Uh, it looked like a Dementor from Harry Potter. That's terrifying. So basically I like woke up. I was having a really disturbing dream and then I woke up and then I, you're awake but you're not awake sort of thing, I think. And uh, yeah, it's just this like dark sort of like ominous figure hovering above me. And then it started to feel like it was pulling my soul out of my body. Like, not even joking. And then I, I felt, you know when you have a dream and it's not just like, you're not just like seeing things. You like have like feet, like sort of like physical, you know, uh, I don't know, stimulus. Yeah. I felt like literally like my soul was being pulled from my body. And I felt this like, this like blackness, this like darkness that I can't even describe it. I swear I've described to people that it feels worse than dying what I imagine dying feels like. It's what Jackson Goldstone got pulled out of his appendix. Sorry, throw back to the last podcast. Wait, what did he get pulled? Oh yeah, the black, black stuff. Black loot. Yeah. yeah. Anyways, it was really, it was really bad. And then I like forced myself awake somehow. And then I, I just like, and I like couldn't stay awake. And I just like opened a laptop and just started trying to play like Friends. Yeah, right. <laughs> Go to the comfort, <laughs> comfort yeah. shows. Oh my God. And it happened maybe two or three times. Damn. And then I, I didn't know, I did not know about the sleep paralysis demon before that. And I read about it later and I was like, oh my God, this is a thing. <laughs> yeah, and there's, so there's like drawings so from like hundreds of years ago. Like it's like a historical thing. That's so strange. Yeah. And I'm not a supernaturally inclined person, but you see stuff like that and you're like, what's going on here? Yeah. <laughs> Where are these souls coming from? Yeah. Anyway, so very, that was fun. Very intense. Danger! Yeah. <laughs> uh, can we switch to something lighter? Uh, can you lick your elbow for us? Because uh, <laughs> uh, we all, we actually all tried. You look you famously licked your elbow on the Kill Tony show, and we Brooke and I were both trying to lick our elbow. At least I was. What the hell? I'm pretty close. Is it a tongue length thing or a flexibility thing? I think it's I think it's a bit of it both. I've always had a bit of a, I can I can pick my nose with my tongue as okay. well, which is kind of oh. handy. Mm. Yeah, I can't uh -huh. get there. We're making great. Wow. Wow. <laughs> That's effort. That, that was incredible. effortless too. <laughs> you said practice. You said keep trying. Yeah, I, I didn't practice. I, I was it's funny cuz I was reading a trivia magazine when I was a kid and I saw like one of the one of the things was like fun fact, no human can lick their elbow. So like I tried it and I, I just did it immediately and I was like, "Well, fuck you." <laughs> That's a, that just a false fun fact. I didn't believe any of the other facts that they had. Because I was like, "That's a lie." I would have just thought I was special. I wouldn't have thought the fact was wrong. I would have been like, "I'm the chosen one." Yeah. <laughs> 
How do you do that? Because it's I mean, funny because I, I had one guy in my high school too. His name is Brandon Pankowskis. Just <laughs> a funny last name. Um, but uh, I remember he was in my drama class, and he was like, "I can lick my elbow too." But he was, or like somebody else had said, "Like, oh yeah, Brandon can lick his elbow." And I was like, "Brandon, can you lick your elbow?" Like wordlessly, he just flips it around like this. Though he licks it from that angle, which is <laughs> just, just mm. that was a mind fuck. I might be a little closer actually. Like, that he like broke his arm to do it, and uh, but he again effortless. Dave, let's uh, see. Give it a go. Come shocked. on. I don't Dave. want. Okay. Come on, give it a go. Let's see. Here we go. Oh, he's <laughs> miles <laughs> away. Miles away. This guy's got a stiff back. You need to go visit your dad. Yeah. Maybe after our group adjustment. I, I just got a uh, a text message notification on my on my computer, and I my sister just had a baby. So whoa, congratulations. Was she, where should we ex- was she expecting it? It just it fell it out. Came it out just of like nowhere. <laughs> Holy shit! Had a baby. Yeah. Nice. There's no name yet, so. Uh, you should she should keep it that way. She should keep it that way for as long as she possibly Untitled. can. <laughs> I have a name. Oh, it didn't work. Jason. Do you have a <laughs> Jason? Maybe. I thought you were trying to end it. At, I, I, I have a name. <laughs> it's Matt. I have a name. <laughs> yeah, name, name. It's like the worst Martin uh, Luther King speech. I have a name. <laughs> <laughs> it's a one-word speech. Yeah, I have a name. Martin, Martin. <laughs> walked off. It's like that's deep. They would like people would like find ways into like how it's oh, profound. Yeah. So meta. Because I guess oh, I don't even want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta say it. No, no I'm not gonna say okay. it. Every time you take a sip of that apple juice, it makes me want to pee more. Do you, you want to <laughs> into no, it? No, no, please, no. <laughs> it's only gonna make things worse. I'll just chug the bottle. Should we? Should I, we play this or that? Uh, yeah, let's play this or that. I want to ask one more question though. I was, I, I was, uh, I, I was surprised. To hear that you have a manager this early in your... Wait a second, what? Yeah. Who's my manager? <laughs> Are you j- huh? No, I'm not kidding. Wait, hold on. Maybe I should read the DMs. Because you were like, oh yeah, let me ask my manager. Oh wait, manager to work. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. now <laughs> it's making sense. Now it's making sense. Yeah. We were like, oh my God, wow. She's really like going for it. She's got a manager for a stand-up yeah, comedy got an career. agent. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, that's my brew house manager. <laughs> Yeah, we That's didn't. That's funny. Yeah. I'm flattered. I definitely didn't put that together. Because I was like, no way. It seems like. Uh, yeah, no way. They're probably taking, <laughs> right. taking advantage of you or something. <laughs> I was like, what's she going to say? She's going to offend the manager on the air. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Imagine. Yeah. Got to ask my manager if I can do a podcast. That'd be. That, that's kind of weird. a weird thing. I don't know. I, I, what is the. I guess having an agent is important if you're big enough because then you have so many people trying to contact you and they just kind of sift through it. I don't really know what an agent does. Kind of like a life coach, you know? It's like you're just paying somebody to make you feel good about yourself i think i feel like the big yeah the biggest thing is like schedule um schedule uh, right. management but also when you're dealing with money it's like the middleman so mm-hmm. that you're you're the creative you don't have to be like well i want this much and i'm worth more than that you have the yeah. you have the bad cop you're right. the good cop right you don't have to thing. figure out if you're worth a hundred dollars okay they'll just be like she's worth 110 <laughs> yeah exactly and they're, an they're agent no- would probably get me to uh, my places wh- like when I need to be there. You know, they would they'd be like, "All right, you got to get on this bus." Yeah, or, yeah, or yeah. Just Oh yeah, that'd all be handled. Car. Yeah, I could yeah. use that. You'd have ended up right at our <laughs> studio today, right <laughs> at the front door. That's the dream. All right, should we do it? Yeah, let's do it. So uh, I got the music. You got to say the intro. All right, now. it's that time again, folks. Time to play this, this or, or that. that. The game where you choose between two radically different options: either this or that. Guest. I, I didn't customize. Yes. <laughs> Do you understand the rules? The name. Yes. Okay, Soundman, play that music. Whistler or Listool? Whistler. Whistler in the summer or in the winter? Uh, Whistler in the summer. 
Cold dip or hot tub? I like a cold dip. Garfinkels or Longhorn? Neither one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to vote one. You got to vote uh, one. Garfs. Nice. Vancouver or Toronto? Toronto. Canada or America? I think Canada. Oh, well. Jared Kiso or Jacob Tierney? <laughs> Jared Kiso. Who is Jacob Tierney? I don't know. He's the co-star, <laughs> I think. Is he? I don't know. Is he the... Uh, I googled his name and I was like, uh, Matt must know something I don't. I, kill I, Tony <laughs> old band or kill Tony new band? Kill Tony new band. Professional snowboarder or professional stand-up comedian? Oh, professional stand-up. <laughs> <laughs> seagulls or crows? Oh, that's a tough one. Crows. <laughs> I think crows. I Good do try. love seagulls. Though. Pigeons or seagulls? Pigeons. Smelling like shit or smelling like baloney? Smelling like baloney. I hate that. Fair use or free use? Fair use. Copyright. Canadian (laughs) citizenship or American citizenship? Uh, Both. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah. Canadian. Canadian Canadian poutine or Texas barbecue? Oh, Texas barbecue for sure. Lucky lager or PBR? Lucky lager. Stuck in a room with Hans Kim or stuck in a room with William Montgomery? William Montgomery. Dick-sized nipples or nipple-sized dick? Oh, I'd love to have some some uh, dick-sized nipples. Yeah, good choice. <laughs> Free meals for a year or telepathic communication with your cockatiel? Absolutely telepathic. Actually, I already have that. I already have telepathic <laughs> communication with Myrtle. I'll, I'll go with free food. Ah, oh, there you go. Spaghetti for hair or ketchup for tears? Spaghetti for hair. That would feel nice. Eat a whole jar of mayo in one sitting or a whole bottle of hot sauce? Easily mayonnaise. I would I would do that just for fun. <laughs> I do that for And the last snack. question, only be able to whisper everything or only be able to shout everything? Only be able to whisper everything. I feel like that keeps the mystique, you know? <laughs> the mystique. <laughs> Maintain some sort of mystique. Yeah, mystique. you don't be like sh- t- shouting everything. Talk to them. Yeah, that'd be too much. Didn't, <sighs> didn't, um, who was it? Caleb choose shouting? Uh, Someone chose shouting. Maybe. I mean, it would be, I mean, I really hate when somebody's talking and they're like, just super quiet and you're like, what? Like when, when I'm serving and I'm like, oh, would you like it? Like what drink would you like? And they just whisper it. It's like, can you fucking speak up here? Yeah. <laughs> Don't make me <laughs> beg for it. You know, like um, yeah, you'd have to either be the quiet comedian or the <laughs> comedian that's super intense all yeah. the time. I wonder if William Montgomery had to take that. Yes. Yeah. He just like stuck to it. He's like, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be showing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, uh, we should have. I think we already showed it on the podcast, actually. But uh, I bought a, a cameo for Brooke for Christmas from William Montgomery. I actually saw, I saw, I think I saw that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. That Wait, was quite funny. Maybe it wasn't. Oh, it was. Uh, yeah, okay. Never mind. I, no, think, no. I, thought, I thought it was, but it might have been Chloe Montgomery. I told uh, William Montgomery that uh, Brooke was on a bean diet. And he <laughs> said, uh, don't worry that uh, you're tooting a lot. Matt loves the smells of your toots. It was great. It was a wholesome Christmas present. Beautiful, beautiful Christmas present. Yeah. How much does it cost for from William Montgomery cameo? It was, I think, between sixty and eighty dollars. He makes eighty grand a month on cameo. What? Um. That's what that's what Tony said on uh, one of the recent Holy episodes. Shit. Eighty grand, sixty to eighty grand. He's killing it. W- is his fame to claim to fame kill Tony? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know who he is. Longest running regular. And yeah, he's actually pretty impressive, like, because right, he actually, he's pretty consistent. I find that, um, I don't know, I, I'm not trying to shit talk, but Hans Kim has, like, kind of been, 
like going a little bit I don't less know, funny less funny stage. yeah that's yeah. fair to say everybody everybody <laughs> on, on reddit's kind of like thinking that it's like his yeah. coke-ridden coke girlfriend i guess it's kind of like getting him off of writing uh which he, you know love and cocaine they will do things too yeah you know they might hold your back a little bit perhaps i mean it's probably like he's playing big shows so he's got to keep his best material and i i imagine oh, it's kind of fair. like a it's a test stage, right? You can just try stuff, see if it works. But right. yeah, when you consistently are all right for four times in a row, I guess. So. I just feel like it'd be, but then again, it would be so hard to do like a, a full minute every single week of new material. That would be, that's a nightmare fuel to me. It's pretty hard, yeah. But if, if he had like an hour special, couldn't he just have 61 minutes? Yeah, fair enough. I guess that's not how yeah. stand-up works though. You yeah, don't you have know. like one minute distinct little because yeah. they're like mini sets they're not it's not just like pluck that out of like the middle of a, a longer set yeah fair enough and I, I don't think they're taking things from their special and then no like they're saving everything you know that's true i yeah, did i did see that somebody was like oh yeah i saw like, I, I went to one of his shows and it was amazing so he probably is just like saving some of his best material for like paid gigs he's like you got to pay to see the good shit <laughs> yeah and i mean someone like him he probably actually has a manager there's a lot going yeah. on now there's a lot to at deal the restaurant with, he works know? at right yeah yeah. Man, <laughs> yeah he's you know he's waiting tables how are you gonna write 60 seconds anyways i do love that show i don't think we ever got into how much i talk about that show i i i'm a huge fan and mm -hmm. i watch it every monday brooke and i make a thing out of it in the in the evenings nice. do you ever do you ever censor yourself talking about it because you feel like you talk about it too much <laughs> Uh no okay no. that's good <laughs> I was gonna say don't no because I'll do that too you know you're like watching one thing or something and you're like oh in the last episode of you know Succession and you're like never mind I can't talk about Succession anymore right yeah you should definitely go to the you should definitely go to Austin then and you should you, should you should go to Austin ticket, yeah yeah it'd be great yeah I think uh one one day one day or maybe he'll play another show in Vancouver oh yeah 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 there's there's uh, a couple people who appeared in the Vancouver show that we should try to get on uh, the podcast here yeah they're from here that would be really good idea yeah um i'd love to go let's go you taking me <laughs> yes get a sugar daddy yeah i was thinking uh, maybe if we do it we're going to burning man this summer oh, brooke yeah. and i god damn <sighs> yeah do you have your fits Th planned out do you have your instagram outfits <laughs> all, uh, that's basically all what brooke out. is like doing now she's like making her own outfits it's pr quite impressive making them like yeah, she's making them hell yeah yeah, That's she, so sick. She made a muumu the other day. Like it's a nightgown. Okay, I was going to say, small. my next question was, what is a muumu? <laughs> <laughs> you know, a muumu, yeah, it's, a, it's basically just a long nightgown. I don't think she's going to wear that, though, to Burning Man. I haven't planned anything, no. I'm just kind of following our friends. Yeah. yeah. We, we did a podcast with our friend who had just come back from Burning Man. And to show the differences between Matt and I, his reaction was, that sounds sick, I should go. And my reaction was, I'm never going to Burning Man. <laughs> What is like, what even is, it's, they create like a city and they create like a small city, yeah. right? And then, and then people just kind of bike around and, and it, there's, it, there's music there as well, or is it just it's an music. art? It's not yeah. a music, it's not a music festival. It's just, yeah, it's like an art festival. Okay, cool. Yeah. It's a self-sufficient, um, uh, city. It's massive. It's on, it's on a, the playa. It's, it's not sand. It's very fine calcium dust. It's like 40 times finer than dust. It gets in freaking everywhere. Wow. And um, like <laughs> there's like dust storms that just <laughs> screw everything up, you know, especially if you got a tent and, and, and whatnot. Uh, yeah, it's just like people roaming around, making art, looking at art. Uh, you, you trade. There's no money system. So you're, oh, cool. you're, you're trading services or food or like, you know, you can 
you could be offering people massages or something. I was going like, to say hand job tent. <laughs> yeah, hand job for tent. the weekend. Apple juice tent, whatever your mind can come there's, up with. There's group showers. <laughs> group showers? Yeah. Nice. Do yeah, you have like, to? It's like a big giant, what What was it? Like a big container? Yeah. So there, last year there was a, it was the people of, you know, Dr. Bronner's, you know, like shampoo. Yeah. 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 Is the people who own Dr. Bronner's, although the, the entire event is decommercialized, like there's no branding anywhere, mm. but it was just the word on the street that it was a de- the Dr. Bronner's guys. Anyways, they had uh, like a clear kind of um, shipping container and there was a group shower. Everybody was butt naked. There was even families in it. There was like kids, wow. dozens of naked people washing body I mean, after body. Humans are, I mean, it doesn't have to be sexual. I remember when I was a kid, I go to this one music, music festival in Guelph and there'd be like naked people just kind of meandering around. And if, if it's not like a, you know, context matters. If it's not mm-hmm. like they're not humping anything, then it's not a very <laughs> sexual thing. So pro it's like, it's like a nude them. beach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It's casual. It is funny because it, I mean, it is our default state, you know? Yeah. You know? Birthday suit. Yeah. Uh, it's so, uh, I was just work yesterday. I was at work and um, this one woman was big breastfeeding and, uh, and, and it was just like, it was it's such a, I was thinking about how strange that is. It's not actually strange. Like I totally support public breast, breastfeeding. But then mm-hmm. I also was like, I, I've just, I've met you for 10 minutes and now I've seen your boob. <laughs> it's like, it's crazy. I don't know. Not a sexual thing. Again, just, just chilling. But it's just so, such a strange thing to just have like a, your boob out in a restaurant. She didn't have the cover at all, which it, you don't power to you. You don't need the cover because it's not, you know. It's all good. I mean, guys can kind of just be shirtless, you know. Yeah, you can show your nips. Free the nips. Dick-sized nips. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, you have a show coming up? So yes, so yeah. What, what's going on there? On Friday uh, in Squamish, there is a show that my buddy Brandon and... Uh, well, sorry, Shane. Sh- this guy Shane is putting it on with his cousin. And um, Brandon is my friend who kind of like get, got me on it as well. And it's going to be a, a bunch of comics. Simon King is going to be the headliner. And... Uh, who else is going up? It's this one really cool chick named Cedar. She's like weird as hell and the like the best fucking way possible. Like she's like she's like she reminds me a lot of Aubrey Plaza. Um, <laughs> but she'll be doing a set as well. Kind of just like uh, comics from around the area. They went a few doing a few minutes. So I highly recommend that. Uh, it's called a Fat Comedy Show, I do believe. It's at Match in Squamish. Awesome, awesome. Wait, Aubrey Plaza was my podcast celebrity crush. We went through celebrity crushes. Yeah, how could you not have a crush on her? She's <laughs> perfect. <laughs> did we talk about this? Yeah, we did. Oh, okay. Yeah, what was yours? I don't remember. What's yours, Emily? Celebrity crush? My celebrity crush? Ooh. Um, big fan of Jonah Hill. I like him a lot. Um, for some reason, those eyes, just they, they get me. He slid into my sister's DMs though, so I stopped. What? Yeah, one time it was like when I was like really obsessed with them too, <laughs> and uh, my sister messages me like a screenshot. She's like. Um, and it was just, he just said, hi. How did he and find your sister? I don't so know. Awkward. I think I found her like on like explore page or Is something. She, like, I told, famous? no, no. <laughs> I told her, I was like, I think that I, like, cause I messaged him often. <laughs> I would just be like, <laughs> I'd be like, hi, I love you. Um, I'm single. Um, and then, uh, then one day then she just like, yeah, like, I, I don't know how the algorithm works, but somehow she got in his explore page or something. And um, he just com- he just DM'd her, and they had a nice little banter back and forth. And he was like, "If you're ever in New York City, come through." And, uh, and now she's married. So <laughs> to Jonah, really no, <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. He's 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 like a top five actor. For, like I love Jonah Hill. He's an amazing so actor. Much. He's funny and just 
you know, lo- I like I liked his uh, doc- the Stats documentary mm-hmm. too. That mm-hmm. was really cool. That was good. Do you guys go to therapy at all? I feel like this kind of feels like therapy a little bit. No, but that I, is a little bit therapeutic. I keep meaning no. to, but then I don't want to like pay for it. I know, me too. <laughs> That's the thing. Like I keep literally being like, I think this would improve my life a lot. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh. like we, we do have health benefits. So we would get, a f- I, I think I would get like a couple for free. Yeah. And then, then it'll cost me. And then I'm you, like, you can't, like once you, once you open that, you know, box, you got to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. So then all of a sudden you need it. And it's like, I feel like I'd be good at it too. Cause I feel like I think about the ways in which <laughs> I'm fucked up. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I like, I feel like self critical in gain, a way. They would tear you the down. Dude. Yeah. They would tear you down. You like think you'd go, you'd go in thinking, you know, everything and you know, all the right things to say. And then no, they would, they absolutely would. But I, uh, like I often will be like, Oh, that's why I'm that way. Like I'll like, I feel mm. like in my own head, we'll like sort it out. Like I'm just afraid of everything. <laughs> Let's get Anyways, into it. No, Let's I don't do want a to. free. No, I'm Honestly, the word therapy is making me have to pee more. I I got I got to pee. You guys <laughs> talk about therapy we for can a long time. No, no, no. Get shit. into it. There's something here. There's something no. here. No, no. We'll talk shit about We've you. We've been going Come for on. an hour and fifty. Oh, an hour and fifty. Yeah, that just blew away. No way. Yeah, yeah. Has Hand it been two hours? It's been almost two hours. That's insane. You want me to top that apple juice up? Let's do it. Should we wrap? Should we wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Okay. Wrap it up. Yeah. Thanks, Emily. Thanks so much. Uh, this is feeding of each other. Are you metaphorically full? I feel so f- I feel satiated. Goddamn. I'm going to go vomit. I'm actually bulimic. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have anything to promote aside from your Squamish show? I will promote. Um, I don't what about your Instagram? Yeah, how about your Instagram? Um, I've got a meme account you called got, you got some funny things. Sentient Fleshlight. <laughs> if you want to follow that guy. And you're posting your bits on uh, on your Instagram. Grilled Sleezus is my Instagram. There you go. Yep. What, is, what is a grilled Sleezus? <sighs> just, I don't know. I, I just like, like Yeezus, and then there's Sleezus, because Sleazy, and mm-hmm. then grilled cheese. I it got was it. a mix of things. <laughs> I, I, really I picked it up right away. <laughs> yeah, nice. Thank you. We have some boomers listening. Oh, uh, we don't have any boomers oh, come listening. On. <laughs> of course. Jerry Kiesel's listening. Oh, yeah. He's not a boomer, but... No. Jonah Hill might. No, I'm not sure he's listening anymore. Jonah Hill is definitely listening. That, yeah. Nobody knows how the algorithm works. Let's but. tag him. Like, have your people contact his people. We're going to so tag Steve-O. We're going <laughs> to tag Lucky. We're going to. All right. We got a lot of people to tag. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Please subscribe. Do uh, the things that you do after a podcast. Uh, watch us on YouTube if you want to see the, the yeah. video version. Yeah. And uh, also leave us a speak pipe. Emily, I would love if you would leave us a speak pipe. It's basically a voicemail. You just go to speakpipe.com slash feeding off each other. You just hit the button and you talk. That's it. Go to, okay. Speakpipe.com okay. slash feeding off oh, each other. I thought, you were, I thought I was supposed to do it right now. No, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, no. I'll do no. it after. Okay. Later. No, okay. I, anytime, anytime. On the ride home. Yeah. On the ride home. Nice. On the bus. And, um, you know, ask us a question. Uh, uh-huh. Say, you know, something interesting. You okay. can do a one minute set if you want. Yeah. Whatever, whatever you like. Whatever you feel Promote like. Promote your next show. Yeah. We'll you literally play it. it. Anything. Promote your business. Anything. Yeah. We actually got a speak pipe during the, the broadcast today. No way. Yeah. Why? Was it yeah. from Emily? Yeah. <laughs> <Secretly>. <laughs> just, like. just throwing my voice across the room. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That's it. Thanks right. everybody for listening. And as always. Another one. Thank you for listening to Feeding Off Each Other. Please subscribe for more great podcasts.